You know when you find stories in the news, guys, that you read, and for some reason they thrill you and horrify you? That's what happened to me this afternoon, and I'm not upset to admit that I think OnlyFans is probably one of the worst things to happen to society, but God has it given us the most ridiculous stories, and today's is no exception. Elijah, when you saw this, what was your emotional reaction? I need to know. Well, I did complain about supply shortages, but I was talking about food, not about <laughs> sibling OnlyFans accounts. There are some things lacking in my life that I would like more of, and this was not what I wanted, but like everything in the last two years... The world is constantly giving me the very things that I have never wanted. The things that you never wanted, but you got anyway. I guess that's kind of 2021 for you, is it not? I mean, I'm at a point where I look at these things and I go, I don't know what I was expecting, but I got probably exactly what the universe needed me to have. Or in your case, you know, the, the, your Christian God. I was actually thinking about that. I mean, I don't believe in God. You guys know this. But uh, we are definitely straying further and further from God every day. And this uh, this case is no exception. My name is Sydney Watson from the creatively named channel on YouTube, Sydney Watson. Thanks, stepsister, for passing uh, the mic over to me. My name is Creepy Elijah. Man. Creepy. <laughs> My name is Elijah Shaver, the host of Slightly Offensive, the podcast that you probably never heard of or you enjoy already. We are live in Dallas, Texas, and it is a Thursday night. You are here. pointing at me <laughs> because i was just gonna say yuck yuck yuck, mm -hmm. yuck. you know i thought a lot of things <clears throat> about my siblings before and you know when i think of the categories some of the things obviously you know i've, I've loved them a, a little bit more a little bit less i've never loved them enough to voluntarily want to see them naked <laughs> am i weird for that because i know I, I don't think is so. this am i behind the times <laughs> i think that when you love your siblings so much you never really want to help them take photos for their OnlyFans or for any account, really, that helps them make money from people on the internet hmm. while they're simultaneously wearing very little clothing. And in some cases, I guess, no clothing. No clothing. It's it's creepy. I will tell you, though, an adult an adult entertainer uh, hit me up today on Twitter and let me know. It's, it's got, They have two accounts, a private account and a public account. And they um, just criticized somebody on their private account. Mm -hmm. And they wrote me the funniest thing. They took a picture. They got suspended and said, so I can show my butthole on Twitter and I can keep my account. But a simple criticism of left-wing politics. <laughs> and that's enough to suspend me. We got a lot of craziness coming up. We have amazing guests today. We have back in the studio here, Gothics from the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash gothics with an X TV. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. I am energized. I have my alcoholic beverage. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that is so awesome. And a line from the court, LeBron James. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no. Not quite. Not quite. No, Eric. Erica July is here. Eric, you are a YouTuber, a rapper, a young ripper, five nine. I love you so much. Your commentary. You are the anarcho capitalist. That's it. You are the man, the myth, the legend. Welcome to You Are Here. Oh man, it's good to be here, man. I mean, I'm kind of—I haven't been here yet, which I'm kind of disappointed in everybody that we haven't made this happen earlier. But I'm here. Yeah, and you barely made it. I barely made it. You, you were know, definitely I, sitting there this whole time. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually what happened, according uh, to yeah what they saw. But yeah, I've been here this entire time. But totally no, I'm serious. No, it's in. good to obviously be here, and of course with. with I'm so here. excited to see you. <laughs> like, this is dope. Yeah, this is this is awesome. So. Can can I just say something? I've I've been wanting to know this. 
As the world is burning and everyone is starting to, I don't know, align closer to your views, yeah. is it weird for you every year watching people, and I should say even now month by month, more people are like, yeah, maybe we should destroy these systems, not reform these systems. Is that tripping you out that you're going from crazy to sane just Absolutely. because of the times? Absolutely. Especially, obviously, with this crowd. You know, a lot of people don't know I've been doing stuff with Blaze for a very long time. Um, obviously, more officially in this past couple of years. And even just seeing the attitude around here and other people that have been, you know, with with us and their attitudes start to slowly kind of change in their in their approach. It's awesome. It's a great feeling as far as I'm concerned, but it is a little little uh, weird because the whole atmosphere kind of changed definitely with the previous uh, election. I think that was what, what peeled a lot of people. They were like, something is jacked up right here. And um, for so for me, it's been bizarre, but in the same respects, I'd rather people bump their head and get it now than as opposed to never getting it. They always say, you know, better later than never, and that's kind of what it is. So uh, it's awesome to see people finally talking seriously about you know decentralization and all these concepts that I've been talking about for the better part of a decade. I know you weren't talking about fam families. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna clear my throat. Families making OnlyFans together. And before we jump into that, remember, guys, this is an audio-only podcast on top of a video show where you can download this at Apple Podcasts, Spotify. A lot of you guys want to know how to support the show. Easy, quick way to do it is close your eyes and type your best review and if you uh, type one of those reviews you might get it read on the show we have a couple podcast reviews to read as a huge thank you for you guys supporting us as we climb the charts and compete with the big dogs thanks to the amazing pack that is our uh, you are here crowd if we can pull one of those up on the screen perhaps uh, go ahead and read these um, Kennedy and F says, great. Elijah has come a long way since doing MOS interviews dressed like a <laughs> metrosexual. He is now my favorite commentators, and Sydney is great as well. Loving the new show. The metrosexual's never going. It's never going. You're always gonna you're always gonna be that. I'll always be a little metro. Mm, that's back okay. That's cool. We got another one here too. One more podcast review from somebody. I don't know. We'll bring it up on the screen in just a second here, I guess, or maybe that was the last one. All right, we'll just say that was the last one. Uh so uh, you Ruined my night last night. <laughs> I, I was looking at I was looking at the uh, my my Twitter feed. I don't know if you guys are having a good day. Then you go on to Twitter, and it's like a mix between you're having a good day because you're finding content for your show, but a bad day because things that you didn't know existed now exist. Yeah, uh, I have a great day, and then I go on Twitter, and then everything goes to shit. And then I'm like, why do I still have this account? I learn every time I sign online. I know. Is there a day? I don't. This is what I'm so. I'm actually want to give Twitter an award for this. Because I, Eric, because you've been on there for a long time. Yeah. Is there really ever a day that you go on Twitter where you don't find something else new? Like, can you ever not find new material, not find things that shock you? I feel like that it's like it just inbreeds and generates just weird shit that I can't <laughs> grasp. And I'm like, this could only exist here. Yeah, it's a hotbed of like degeneracy. So it's easy to find content for a purpose is really for everything it is that we do. I mean, a lot of people don't know that I go, for example, with my own show. Like, I will go on Twitter, and I would just scroll for a little bit, and I'm like, ah, that's a segment right there because some <laughs> idiot did something uh, silly or there's a video or, you know, I, Lord knows what's all going on in the world of politics. But, yeah, it's like a hotbed of uh, information, like I say, that's really degeneracy. And it sucks because, yeah, I guess you can say <laughs> that it's a reflection of, of the kind of the world that we live in, at least in some capacity uh, but it's great for great for content purposes. So I, I feel like keep turning it out. I feel like some idiot did something <laughs> could just be the tagline for Twitter. Oh, most yeah. pretty much. <laughs> some idiot said something. So you sent me something. 
in the middle of the night. And this is, I got to give you an award here because usually I like to keep the award of ruining people's nights and mornings <laughs> by sending them things that ruin their life. And I, I do it on purpose because this, this is actually, I have, we have not had a segment on this show that has more defined why we made the show, which was because we need to approach stories every day and say, all right, guys, here we are. And let's all just like reorient ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. you're drunk, the world's spinning, you're crossfaded, lay down for a second, close your eyes, and let's get back into equilibrium. And then stuff like this happens, you're like, oh, fuck it. And <laughs> you give up. It's funny because on one hand, you have like very serious stories of the day that you go, yes, we have to cover these. And we do have them, guys. They are coming. But this is one of those ones that I was like, I just need to talk about this because tell, it tell shows us. the absolute destruction of society it's very fun uh guys can we pull this up the brother and sister make millions on OnlyFans to support their proud parents so as you can see i love how they've juxtaposed for our blind viewers who can't see this they've juxtaposed a photo of the of the brother and sister in their underwear effectively next to a photo of them as children why like great so, that's really great so effed up. i love i love looking at eric's face i love it that's like oh man do you see that face eric's just eric's just sitting there just like oh man this is pretty effed up so so basically they're from glasgow um so uh scott's you you own these guys apparently they've made two million dollars doing this and now live in a nice flat in london good for them uh but apparently the the brother made an only fans and then told his sister to make an only fans i have two brothers and let me tell you this at no point in my life has either of them ever come to me and said you know what sid you should post half naked pictures on the internet of your butt that's what you should do. It's weird. <laughs> you should. Mm -hmm. yeah, Eric, I got I, I to tune into you because you're you're literally like a radio wave right now. And my antenna's up and I got to hear what you have to say. This is, I, I, I don't get it, man. Because every day is something new where it seems like the, the I don't want to say the envelope gets pushed, but where it's something that is just so extreme to where I'm like, dude, there's no way that something like that would be happening and <laughs> toler tolerable. Like people actually are into this kind of thing. I don't know exactly what the hell is going on with whatever dynamic that brother and sister uh, uh, <laughs> thing is going. But regardless, man, it just really goes to show that, I mean, you look at it, let's, let's try to be optimism. It's a white pill for everybody. It shows you can make money, I guess, doing any goddamn thing. It's more so uh, uh, what, what it is, that there's seemingly a market for everything because... <laughs> I mean, people are into weird stuff. Do you want me to make this worse for you, yeah, though? Let's oh, no. go. Do you want me go to... deeper. And then I'm going to say just <laughs> that's a bad phrase during this story, but yeah, get that, go deeper. Yeah, that's probably not it. <clears throat> so <laughs> apparently the sister says here uh, it's been easier because her brother is gay. So Sean, the brother is gay. <sighs> so it's not embarrassing being in my underwear or showing my boobs. I don't feel uncomfortable at all. Now, I don't know. And I'm I, and there's more to this. It's going to make it worse. But I don't know as someone. Again, I have brothers. Even if they were gay, I don't think that I'd want my my boobs out around them. I don't yeah. think I'd want any part of my body out around them. It, am I weird for thinking nah, that? No, not at all. That, that, that was <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like that's not an explanation, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not an explanation. You can't just up and be like, well, yeah, he's gay, so it's all right, nah, bro. Like it, she, it's not all right. That's well, that's weird. She man. goes on to say uh, that her brother Sean is such a perfectionist <laughs> and is so honest with me. Sometimes I'll show him content, and he says that it's not good. He keeps me grounded and keeps telling me the truth i trust him more than most people so he's really the best for making contact with and then the brother says when daisy began that's the that's the sister's name when daisy began her only fans page and became successful i was so i was so <laughs> grateful that i did not have someone that i well not only did i have someone to share this journey with 
but that person was my sister. Oh, ew. What a bonding, <laughs> what a family bonding experience. Like, I'm going to go get yeah. naked on the internet, but I'm going to do it with yes. my family. Family values, folks. That's what they stand for. That's what I think. It's like, he helps with my content. It's like, no, little sis, your butthole doesn't look good in that lighting. At least, like, change the angle. I don't know what world we're living in here for a second. I'm so glad for once this is not, we're not getting stereotypes. This isn't Alabama. The Scots got, the Scots got to come in. And I love people in Alabama. I know it's an incorrect stereotype. The Alabama affection is not real in most cases. But I will just say this. It's like we've come to the point, right, where we're already talking about, we talked about yesterday and today, the, the girl who identifies as a mushroom. Mm-hmm. Like you're in, you know, you, you identify as a fungus. And then you have people, I think in, um, is it in Holland? They have animal um, brothels where you can like have uh, intercourse with pigs and stuff. Huh? Word? I think so. Yeah. I think really? Holland. I yes. Look. They legalize that. But then now we're having people be like, not only can like brothers and sisters have and share a sexually explicit life, Denmark, but you can get rich off of it. Oh, Denmark. Animal okay. brothels. Uh, animal brothels. <laughs> what Wait, am I reading? Bestiality is not illegal there? Are p- perfectly legal in Denmark. No. And then it says here in Denmark, animal owners publicly and shamelessly advertise sex with animals. Uh, and they Word. they are at brothels. Animals are tied up and cannot move or <laughs> oh resist while they are. I don't, oh I don't, I don't, I'm not going to keep reading this. Sodomized. This is, they're, Wait, they're raping them. The animals aren't even consenting. Oh, no, Hold on, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Nope. This is an article from 2014, and then the next year in 2015, Denmark passes law to ban bestiality. Well, that was well, good of you. Thank okay. Christ. <laughs> no, but I think there's still some Denmark, permits. Denmark there. shuts animal brothels with bestiality ban. Okay, but hold on. Can we just qualify uh, for a second? Why did it take until 2014? They had to test to it. Ban they had to test it. That's what it was, dude. Also, yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to keep going on about this brother sister story, but it gets even worse because what, apparently, please, just you have you, we've gone this far. <laughs> like, I, it's we, like it's like when down you, a rabbit hole yeah, now. we're already yeah. here. Down the the audience needs hole. to know what. <laughs> so basically, when the sister gets people that support her saying, "Hey, I think I might be gay," she's like, "Go look at my brother's half naked photos, and he can help you on your on your journey to homosexuality." So that's cool. And then apparently, when she told her parents uh, about this, they were they were very supportive and the dad said that he was exceedingly proud of her i mean they did pay I his just, mortgage i just want to yeah <laughs> like, there they paid dude. off the house hey can i Look, just say it's a terrible house. thing for a good cause <laughs> kind of see that's the point you are here <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. this is 2021 I, I but like every day i don't think it can go further than than where we've gone because eric we've been making content together for like couple years yeah. now been yeah. on stuff and we're always getting shocked i mean we went through all the pandemic stuff and we watched it you know progressively snowball and everyone said you know what was conspiracy theory today was going to be common tomorrow and i think i've seen the same thing with and i will use the phrase gay agenda is like this sexual revolution has no bounds it's not going to stop. Oh, not at all. I mean, <laughs> I think a lot of those guys are owed some sort of apology. They're warned against a lot of craziness that this would be leading us down this sort of rabbit hole and this would be this slippery slope, rather. I mean, again, we're talking about, like, boys and, and drag, and hell, I even got ragged on that one time when I just was like, dude, yeah, putting little boys in dresses, I'm not, I'm not cool with that type of shit. And then you'd have people that were like, what do you mean? Like, I'm like, fuck you mean? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what do you mean? You know, but but that's where we're at now where people think that like is is okay. Like that's even something that is certainly permissible where you have like some little boy in drag and like 
people throwing money at him as if he's like like stripping and nobody's like willing to put everybody that's a part of that into a freaking wood chipper. Like that's where we're at right now. So unfortunately, yeah, the show's title is perfect for the, the, the situation that, that we're in right now because yeah, you are here. Every Everything that they said would not come true. Uh, if it hasn't come true yet, I guess give it a little time and we'll get there. Yeah, it's not like, but I think Gothard's what's weird is this, is in the dynamics, mm -hmm. it's not that they just say they do this. This is what I always find weird about these stories, not just this one, but it's the justification process that the people make. And, and I kind of want to relate this to even like fat phobia, for instance, like that phrase fat phobia. Okay, if I was if I was morbidly obese, I know people have problems, but I would feel shameful because you know everyone says, "What about like a pituitary problem, thyroid problem?" Okay, most people that's not the issue. You just are sedentary and you eat too much, right? Fine. Yeah. And there's a shame associated with it, and the people feel shameful, so they come out and they create this whole movement about how you know if you judge them or if the seat isn't large enough for them, if the whole world doesn't revolve around them, it's because you're just afraid of fat people. And it's like, no, 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 no. The reason why there's a negative stigma with fat people is not just because we want to be cruel and make you feel bad. It's because this is a negative health decision. Right. It's like if you're drinking too much, which people do, and I've done that in my life too, and you're like, okay, I need to cut back. I need to slow down because this is unhealthy. This isn't good. This could have long-term bad effects. Well, the reason why we have that shame in culture to where you realize, you know, I shouldn't be doing this or that is because it's not good for us. It just, it, whether it's socially, whether it's health-wise, et cetera. And so these fat people are like, we need to normalize this. It's like, no, 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 your, your weird justifications aren't gonna work because no matter what you do, no matter what you say, you cannot make being fat good for society or good for your own personal health. So <clears throat> it's not gonna work, it's not gonna fly. And the same thing goes with a lot of the sex stuff. Like people wanna deny that sex has an impact on culture, yeah. that it has an impact on your own personal health, on society. And it's like, don't slut shame. Don't shame me. Look, I, I just take pictures of my brother's family jewels. <laughs> Family's in the name. Why weren't we supposed to be a part of the process? And you're like, dog, there's so many areas where we could break this down. And it's like, and then the justification process, well, but he's gay. And it's like, well, Kayla's a lesbian and I'm not still not gonna whip my dick out in front of her. Like right. that, it just doesn't, it doesn't change the fact of the dynamics of, of how things are structured and how they work. We're not judging people because they made a mistake or something. This is just weird. I love that they use the buddy's gay as like, no, we're not having sex. He's gay. <laughs> I just creepy. That makes it, I feel like that, I just, nothing uh. about this makes it okay. Like, or normal in any capacity. I remember once I had a conversation with my brother and uh, his fiance. And she basically was saying she's got she's got a sister and she was like, yeah, I mean, she and I get changed around each other and it's totally fine. And like, you know, we're sisters. It's whatever. We share clothes. And she's she said and I think really innocently, she was like, you guys don't ever like you never like change around each other. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I just I don't know. There's nothing else. Is that a just thing? No. I mean, that's all. Okay. That's all I've got. To be fair, to be fair, um, let me chime in over here. Okay. When I was a kid, that was like normal. I'm I'm half Cape Verdean, and like the parents, there is no shame with like the parents and the, and the adults. Like you see each other naked up until a certain age, right. right? Once you get into like the teenager realm, I think that's a good cutoff time where you're not supposed to look at your family members naked. That's a little odd. Mm. Uh, so I think the problem is, is people are changing the definitions of things and making it seem like these things are normal okay like this is you no know no shame in the culture exactly no shame in the culture and i think that's what it is it's just a slow conditioning of like oh yeah me showing my butthole to my brother isn't a big deal <laughs> because it's fine <laughs> i can't believe this is a real conversation this is why you imprint on, on each other though I, i'm pretty sure do humans imprint people can tell me in, in the comments but i'm pretty sure this is why like you don't 
you you imprint, so you don't have sex with your family members. Yeah, that's, that's why incest is so revolting to so many people. The majority of people, I would, I would, I hope, I hope so, <laughs> because <laughs> it's like I don't want to be anywhere near, you know, one of my siblings and the half naked. You, I don't but even want to think about it. It's though, so they're creepy. Like, they're like, but you know what's weirder though is like, well, but he's gay. But here's the flip side. That's a weird argument. But she's still straight. Like you're still looking at a guy's junk. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're st- like it's like, well, he doesn't like my body. Okay, that's that, that argument doesn't fly. But all, but, but all, but also. Oh, you know what I love like, though. But the reverse like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, like, it's hard to use that as a justification because it's not going both ways. It's not like, and I'm a lesbian, so on. we don't care. For lack of better terms. They make was- sure to qualify in this article, although they'd never, they'd never film explicit content together. Who says? Who says? How they long promise. It, yeah, they nah, pinky swear. <laughs> How long is it before they're like, mm, maybe it'll be better if we get in? Because oh honestly, you open up porn, any of the porn websites, and all the shit on the front page is like, Incest had sex yeah. with my stepsister. Yeah, yep, and they yep. can't come right out and say, I, you know, I banged my actual sibling. Because then that I think that crosses many boundaries that you know most most people would be like yeah but the step thing that's okay so it's like I just go well yeah okay you're saying that now you wouldn't do it but how long will that last yeah I'm so creeped out by this story I love it and I hate it at the same time I'm just like yes this is so gross I'm just glad Eric can't be like damn white people. Hey man, it's it's weird. Whatever it is, whoever's doing it, man, that shit's still weird, man. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it. This is that's white people shit. Let's just be honest. <laughs> they look like they're like they look like they're like Arabic a little bit though. Can you like, get no. of them like, up they on do. screen? They, 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 they don't look white. To oh, there's me. more children pictures in this article too. That's weird. There's more photos of them as little kids. It's it's. I. Why are we juxtaposing these two things? I'm just very. very can we just confused. can we bring this question in though? Like I think we we discussed this a little bit on the podcast today, Gothics, but it's like. Like, what's happened with the parenting here where it's one thing, too. Like, you go, okay, I get it. New generations can be corrupted. But like, can we just admit it? Like, boomers and Gen X, Gen X not really, but boomers let us down. Like, they really let the world down. Most like, a parent being like, oh, I'm proud my kids are selling their nudes. Not just selling the nudes, not just doing sexually things, but they're helping each other because it pays my mortgage. Like, that is very crap parenting. Yeah, no, it, it, you know, I've, I've made this argument many, many times, and certainly on my channel. I think a lot of people that came from that generation think of themselves as a lot more holier than what they actually mm-hmm. are. Because a lot of that crap set the scene for everything it is that we certainly have right now, including, I'll say mainly, the, the in an economic sense, like in the West. You know what I mean? All that stuff was said, welfare statism, that was all facilitated uh, the growth of that, you know, was in their era. You know what I mean? And they set it up for a platter and people just, you know, really just knocked it out the park. Now, so it gets crazy and crazier, but like you say, uh, with his parents that are justifying this crazy or weird sort of odd behavior, you can say that for a lot of this, this weird stuff that is going on, certainly, hell, and even in the past year and some change, a lot of these folks is crazy. They're our age, you know what I mean? And my mom's a, a boomer, you know what I mean, in, in, in that sense. So when someone's with weird hair is tossing a brick in freaking Starbucks or whatever it is that they're doing, like all that weird stuff is being facilitated by them. That's That's their... Uh, offspring that's doing all of that that nonsense. So when you look at the folks like the AOCs of the world, and we said it, I told people not to laugh off, but they tried to laugh her off like she's crazy. She did. I'm like, man, she's representative of an entire generation of of people. That's art, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, generation, but they raised them. You know what I mean? So they got to take some sort of responsibility for that. They can't just blame it on the millennials or, or whoever. Whoever. Yeah, else. they raised millennials. <laughs> yeah. And that's the scary part. Is like they raised us. 
I had good parents. Luckily, that's good. I still made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I don't think that boomers knew what to do. I, I think that they just were like, hey, let's abandon everything that made this country great. Let's abandon traditional values. Let's experiment, right? It's all these people from the 60s and 70s, the cultural revolution yep. that came in and were like, and I think too, because they were kind of in an intersection of, of society, they didn't get to express themselves maybe fully or they sold out for money into corporate sectors. And now they're just telling their kids like, hey, we wanted the freedom to have sex. We wanted the freedom to express ourselves, to not be drafted. And now, you know, you can identify as a tree and that's cool. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you, but where do we draw the line? I mean, these people are systemic, systemically destroying our nation and you get down to this. And the weird part about this story is I don't see people condemning it in mass. People are like getting ideas. And if any of my family's watching this, hell no. <laughs> You've made me Google all of this animal sex tourism stuff. And I literally found an article that says Denmark bans bestiality and move against animal sex tourism. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. While you guys are having like actual real conversations about things, I'm just reading these psycho stories. And this, I love this. There's a farm minister. Did you know that there's a farm minister in Denmark? It's because those animals need to repent. <laughs> <laughs> I just and now I'm like, there's a thing called animal sex tourism. Like, where's the Netflix special about that? I'm sure they'll get soon. onto that. Soon. That's the yeah, new tiger. Exactly. That's, that's the new Tiger King, actually. Dude. You'll be horrified what he does with those tigers in part two. There's not enough black a farm ministers. Yeah. that's the key thing. That's what we need that's representation. The there's not enough black run animal brothels. <laughs> no, like, where's the diversity in that? No, listen to this. There are frequent. I'm just. I'm sorry. There are frequent reports of the occurrence of organized animal sex shows. Clubs and animal brothels in Denmark, the Danish Ethical Council for Animals says. What? Yeah, okay. What am I reading? Elijah, what have you, what have, what have you, okay. So I've been running Slightly Offensive for a few years, and I have, pr I pride myself in that show ruining people's days, ruining people's nights, and I think that it's just when you get, the, this gets when you get the nerve to watch it, it, it should make you wonder. I've just wanted to people to see no, this just gets worse. that the world is like this. In 2011, Justice Ministry reports surveyed veterinarians and found 17% <laughs> of them are suspected to have had sex with an animal they were treating. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I knew veterinarians oh, were whoa. weird. I knew a few and I was like, something I'm wrong with sure you. I'm pretty sure we don't need more like black zookeepers. We probably need less vets having sex with the animals they're taking care I think of. I I'm, just, I'm just thinking out loud here. Maybe you know? Jeffrey Epstein wasn't so bad. <laughs> Maybe there's some other folks we gotta look at first. <laughs> at least those were people. Seventeen percent, dude. I don't. I just don't know what I'm reading here. This just gets worse. I I'm like gonna, how JB is over there now. on the camera, just like, oh hell no. Like but he's just like, I did not sign up for this. Why did they answer that survey honestly? Why didn't all of them lie? <laughs> it's like it's like when they ask you, you know, like, do you ever smoke casually? And you're like, yeah, sometimes I smoke a cigarette. And you're like, no, I don't really smoke at the doctors. And you're like lying. Uh -huh. and it's like, you know, do you, do you drink once a year? Sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. You ever have sex with animals? Occasionally, occasionally. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when, when, That's a weird thing, check, man. Check the box oh, if you've had no. sexual contact this is, with this an animal. This one suggested countries where you can marry animals. Oh, God. Well, Marry people, them? Marry, people. yes. There's How do they say yes? Oh, I don't. I don't know what that. You can marry a dog in India. Okay, that's okay. interesting. Can't All right, you I'm, eat I, them I, too? I'll, I'll move on from this one now. But Elijah, you just got me on like okay. a weird thing. On a, on a side note, don't forget if you watch the show regularly to support the show by becoming a member. Obviously, we've had episodes taken off. It's been a wild ride, and we've still have active problems with YouTube and other sources. So make sure you always sign up at YouTube. 
uh, not YouTube, at uh, blazetv.com slash you are here and join. And remember, Crowder got a strike. Even Slightly Offensive gets you know issues. Eric does. But you can still find content and the stuff we're on on blazetv.com. That's nice. We also stream this live as well. Take some of the chats from you guys. So don't forget to sign up at blazetv.com slash you are here. Support the show directly as we get things rolling. We really appreciate you just backing us up front and joining the fight against censorship and the battle that we've been facing from day one. So that is so awesome. I do want to switch... Uh, I do want to switch things here a little bit. I don't want to be a doomer, but I don't know if you've noticed that the supply chain issue that is going on in the country right now, we have an extra supply, like I mentioned, of now sibling-only fans. They're like, you may not have <laughs> beans, but you do have sibling porn. And you're like, ah. Okay. Not, <laughs> yeah, not Fine. the direction I wanted, <laughs> but I'll take what I can get. No, but but the point is, is that you know we are facing not only a critical supply chain issue, but Eric, you know about this. Look at this picture right now. Even at grocery stores, they're trying to they're trying to block the way the supply chain is broken by putting boxes behind their items and lining them up horizontally so that the shelves don't look empty. And I'm telling you, I was just in Costco yesterday. The supplies were low. They didn't have toilet paper, no paper towels. You see these tags everywhere saying, sorry for the inconvenience. We'll restock this. Um, this is from items from dry goods to Whole Foods to things that you're around. And of course, Jen Psaki just said, oh, stop crying about the fact that you don't get your treadmill. <laughs> like it, it goes to show like obviously this is one this is right in my alley that's something i talk about and i take very seriously and that's economics you know what i mean it's the it's a thing that people like to often ignore and think isn't a thing and they think that their emotions can somehow negate uh, every aspect of that and what we're seeing with these supply chain issues is really a culmination culmination of everything that's happened in the last couple of years um, regarding, you know, you know, welfare statism and this COVID nonsense and everything kind of uh, combined with each other. And what these leaders, unfortunately, the Jinsakis of the world who are speaking on behalf of the president, think that they can try to kind of lead with their emotions and that will somehow nullify the actual issue. They won't even talk about it, honestly. Hell, they're still right now discussing uh, spending X amount of trillions of dollars that they don't have uh, which does not help any sort of issue to try to solve something that they themselves have unfortunately caused. So I don't think it's it's worth looking at it from a doomer's perspective. It's just an economic reality. This is like we're entering into that phase when you look at uh, uh, the, the, the regulatory bodies. I was looking into this like very heavily in terms of like why are we even having these sort of supply chain issues and finding out that certain ports don't even uh, operate because of le legality issues and union issues at a 24-7 sort of uh, pace. They only have this certain window. I'm like, why was that ever a thing? Why was this law ever passed? There's so much stuff that, that that's out there that has been passed over the years, which is the government getting in the way of certainly the marketplace. And then when it blows up in their face, they try to basically yell squirrel, which is effectively what Jen Psaki is doing. And it sucks because a lot of folks are going to have to go without for them to understand that this is this is where we're at. This is like an economic reality that you just cannot uh, uh, simply ignore. You're seeing what's happening with uh, inflationary issues, with people's money uh, issues. All of those are unfortunately happening at the same damn time. And you're seeing that the economic reality, it, it always comes up. You cannot negate economic law. It is what it is.
You know, that's why I respected the mob, because at least, like, the ports ran well when they controlled the unions. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have friends that work at the ports in, in L.A., and they do. They have days where they can't work. That and makes they, no sense. And they're, and they're held back. And, like, it's so unionized that it's kind of like the film industry where, like, you know, if you push a cart, you can't um, like you can't pick something up. Everyone's got their own jobs. Like, you know, you, you move chairs, and I can't touch a chair because you're the chair mover. It's and that's so your silly. union job. And you can't fix the problem because nobody can just step in and be like, <clears throat> hey, I'm going to come in and work, like, seven days a week. 12 hours a day no you can't do that yeah. because they they have it set up so that people can't come in to fix the problem in fact uh when pressed about this when jen saki was asked about the seriousness of what's going on as you saw the b-roll there they're using lawn chairs to to try to cover the shelf issues in the stores i mean when we're talking that place like costco is having supply issues that's very very bad um and this is a not from hoarding she made fun of us she actually just made fun of us entirely and we have this video i don't know if we can cue that just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue yeah. um, actions that the president has taken. It, it was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that, that the supply chains across the world had been disrupted. Even as, as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people, it was, it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time, not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is it- The tragedy of the short, the treadmill that's delayed. Right, the treadmill. Mm. She's such a, God, she's so condescending. Mm -hmm. Everything that comes out of her mouth is just something that puts down the American population. God, I just, mm, don't wanna be mean, but I'm not a fan. I wish she would have started, I wish that reporter would have started by asking, hey, where's the food? Why can't people get food? Don't lead with electronics because then she's going to use that as a joke. But it's also, they, they, they shut down our gyms. And then like, right. that's a bad example too, because I don't want to be that guy that's like, here's what grinds my gears. But it's also, okay, so you shut down gyms and you tell people they got to stay home and then you're going... Oh, I'm sorry. Your treadmill didn't come in. You know, in a lot of places, like it's you still have limited capacity in gyms. They still have to wear masks, which is extremely unhealthy to be wearing a mask while you're exercising with carbon dioxide intake. That's not healthy to be doing that. Yeah. There are st t tons of studies showing about the, the harmful effects. We watch people pass out yep. from literally inhaling their own outtake and just knock out while running. Remember that 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 girl was yeah. face yeah. planted on the track. So it's like it's like just thinking about this on a real note. You're restricted. You you, you can't get access to things. Maybe you're even out of work um, or like your family, you came together, you get a treadmill or you're realizing that you're fat and like a lot of people <laughs> are and we gained weight during the time and you're like me where you're going, oh shit, I look bad. Like you look in the mirror and you're like, <laughs> like I know I had that realization like back in January. I was like, yeah. I was like, you're all worried about this, you know, your so-called insurrection. Have you seen the battle that's been taking place between me and my self-image? Jeez, like, this stomach, this stomach needs a committee to address it. Like, I got some serious GI problems, and I'm like, I'm like, so I'm like, oh yeah, I got to take care of this. Now, of course, maybe I might order a treadmill, and it's like, so I'm trying to take my health into my own hands. And what I get from this is, it's of, of all things, it's not like, oh, you know, the the issues of the lawn chair. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're trying to take control of your health, use your body to like actually combat covid yeah. Yeah. like you know you can literally combat covid infection by like by losing weight the severity of it i should say not infection but the severity of the infection can literally be combated by actually being smaller so it's like oh i'm sorry you want a natural way to combat this imagine if she said oops the the, the terror of vaccine delays like that's basically what she just yeah. said mm -hmm. but see it's not even just that i would argue that that 
shows how disconnected these people are in regards to everything being connected as it is from an economic standpoint. Like someone still has to make those uh, treadmills. Those treadmills are going uh, uh, somewhere. So if you talk about gyms and you mentioned like them being shut down, that, those are uh, issues of people going without in terms of work. Like, so it's not like these treadmills are just popping up out of nowhere. These are job opportunities that they're messing around with because everything is, is connected. It's the OI pencil. Like who created that, created this, created that, created that. And it, it's a long list, a long line. That entire deal is disrupted when there's any sort sort of hiccup. And what happens is folks like her, they sit in their little, little ivory towers and they are for the most part shielded and it isn't going to be until it lands on their doorstep, but they're for the most part shielded. And this is why I, as the anarcho-capitalist, believe these evil people are the absolute worst people to come up with policy because they have no skin in the game. Mm -hmm. they're, when, 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 we, when we run into the issues, you think that the people that are at Washington, D.C. are going to be the ones that go without no, they're going to make sure they have food. They're going to make sure they have whatever it is that they need to. It'll get there first before it gets down to certainly the regular people. So this is why they can do things that are utterly disastrous uh, economically, and they don't care. They can talk out both sides of their mouth. They can literally advocate things that you look at and say, well, that hurts a lot of people. Why would they, why would they advocate that? Mm. Because they're shielded from it. They don't see the consequence of any of their actions. So it's easy for her to sit there and laugh something like that off. Like, oh, God forbid, someone go without treadmill. You mentioned you mentioned that like that could have helped someone combat uh, uh, the COVID issues. That could have that could have been a job opportunity for someone. You never know. But because she's so disconnected and is going to go rather unimpacted by it. Well, that's her approach. That's how they feel about you. Certainly. I think it's interesting when we talk about this because I fully, fully agree with what you're saying here. And I've always thought that it's interesting how many politicians who get into power have absolutely, when you say they have no skin in the game, they have no skin in the game in any capacity. Yeah. These are people who've never had businesses. So they don't know what it's like to have employees who they actually have to pay. They don't know what it's like to pay, you know, the multitude of taxes that come with owning a business or having your own business. They've never done any of these sort of things besides going and getting a law degree. The amount of them who have law degrees <laughs> yeah. or, you know, something that's, I mean, yeah, that, that, that has value in some capacity, but wouldn't you be better off with maybe an economics degree or something like that? Maybe, I don't know, a business management degree, something like that. They have these degrees that are useless, really, when you think about the practicality <laughs> of them. I'm serious. Yeah. It's like a gender studies degree, but for a freaking politician, yeah. like seriously. No, it, like, and even the stuff that they're teaching, like, hell, AOC, unfortunately, has an economics degree, uh, and they teach this Keynesian bullshit crap which is why they can come out you can thinking curse on this show and, 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 and in the way that they are yeah. you know what i mean that's how they come out the way and this goes to show the long-term infiltration of these these sort of leftists uh in the in these schools but yeah they come out they have zero skin in the game they don't even know what it takes and i would yep. i would uh, argue that a lot of these weirdos who vote on the for vote for these people don't seem to understand i would encourage folks to actually look even if you don't own a business you might work for someone else go look into just take some time and look into just the amount of bull crap that you and the hoops that you have to jump through in order to just operate, mm -hmm. just to exist, so mm -hmm. the state won't come shut you down. Yep. The amount of will it be licensing and and, and, and taxation uh, that that you have to go through, like it is <laughs> in some cases, it is a rich man's hobby because you got to. It, it takes all this money to at least pay be a lawyer and all of this sort of stuff to make sure you're okay. So that every year the state won't come knocking down your door and saying you owe us or something like that. These people don't know. And unfortunately, they get to vote for or they support these policies that are just they're just 
plain and simple disastrous. This is just disastrous. Yeah, there's a there is a really large portion of people who just don't have a comprehension of what business owning is like, all the things that come with that, which is okay. Not everybody can own a business. Right, not right. everybody wants to own a business. Yep. And that's perfectly fair, reasonable, whatever. But I guess, yeah, you're, you're right in the sense that then they go out and vote for these people who also have no bloody idea. So they're basically just tossing shit back and forth at each other and they're going, this is great. Yes, yes, yes. No. And the rest of us are in the middle going... No, that's so impractical. <laughs> what are you saying right now? Yeah. And I've always, I've always thought this about politicians, how much it pisses me off. And this is why, you know, people might hate Trump, but I feel like the way that he dealt with many things, especially economically, was in the way that a person might run a business. Mm -hmm. And I say that as someone who I freely admit my comprehension of these things is, you know, I have my own business. I've had other businesses as well. Um, and I come from a business family. My comprehension is decent. It's obviously, you know, I'm no expert. I'm not running around saying that I am an expert. But when I looked at the way that he did things and some of the other, you know, leaders across the world too, we had a good leader in Australia a couple years ago who was great, left a surplus, um, you know, where <laughs> the uh, the lefties would, you know, spend all the money. We actually had a surplus for once um, that, that he left uh, to a labor government, a left-wing government who promptly spent it all. Um, but I look at these things and I think, yeah, I mean, someone who actually has comprehension of how business operates would make a much better leader. Maybe I'm not right in that, but that's how I've always felt about it. And I think that that's observable. Yeah. Well, to your point, in California, in my previous business, I was there to pioneer the cannabis industry. And the state of California thought it was good to have five people in the whole cannabis department for the state, the entire state, thousands of applications, which then created right. a years-long backlog, mm -hmm. and they bankrupted people who were paying rent to keep their building so that they could hopefully get their license passed. Oh, that's yeah, so and it's so dumb too with all the regulatory stuff. Like right now, you know, the there's red some, tape is insane. There's some parts even in in California. A good example is literally just gas, right? Uh, fuel for your car. I'm talking about petrol, as you would call it. Um, but <laughs> but specifically speaking, is like you know some parts of of, of California, uh, a gallon of petrol is now up to eight fifty. I saw is the latest for premium gas, which a lot of us, you know, boys that like cars, our cars take premium, and girls maybe you want your fancy car that you don't ever drive fast as you should. Uh, you know, you you have to do that eight dollars. And 50 cents. Now, that just sounds insane to me, but when you realize, too, that there's nowhere else in the country that gas is that expensive, it comes down to politics. Yep. And you see with something as simple as just fuel, right? At the same time, you know, and everyone's going, why is the gas so high? And you look at the combination between state regulation, between federal oversight, and you see the combination. It's like adding shit to fire. It's just, it creates the smell and the mess. Like, this is the problem. And, and you go into there and you go, why is the gas $3 more expensive per gallon in California average about five dollars now and also when you look at with governments just nationwide why is it that gas was like 181 161 this time last year in texas with the same government and then a new federal government gets in and then our gas is high fuck joe biden <laughs> seriously yeah. i hate that man no no it, no it goes to show like that that regulatory kind of oversight and how it just really screws up so many things and unfortunately people are too stupid to realize what is actually causing the problem so there's some idiot right now probably in california looking at his gas and like god I don't, I don't have enough to pay for this. And we'll then go and support the people that are going to advocate the same policies that got him certainly into this mess. It was the same situation out here, similar with the ERCOT situation out, out in uh, uh, in Texas, where we had, for remember, that freeze. Yep. And a lot of people don't know. Remember, Abbott had to send in some sort of um, like request. So Texas could use their own damn energy in order to do what they needed to do. Why? Because the federal regulations do not allow them because they're worried about emissions and all sorts of other stuff where they were highly capable of handling this load 
it was illegal for them to do so. So they had to send a request in to the federal government to say, hey, can we please use the uh, use our energy that we have access to? It's like, what the f- wait a minute. You caused this problem. You guys got us into certainly uh, uh, this issue. And nobody ever seems to want to discuss that. It's just it'll hit the fan. And then, unfortunately, people go and support the same damn policy that got us in uh, into this mess, because these regulations are always maxed as if they're supposed to help the little guys. Right. This is why we need people regulating gas right. and all sorts of things, because mm-hmm. it helps us. You know, we we benefit because do you want the uber mega corporate entities to, to take over? No, you want the government to do it instead, which is effectively the same thing as we've seen this last year right. and a half. They work together. I was going to say, Vanessa, I mean, weigh in. Tell I, us what you think. I, you guys give these people in power way too much credit. I legitimately think they know <laughs> what they're doing. They're just, just doing evil. it. They're just evil. Yeah. I, I, so you, I, wait, you think it's like a thought out process? Oh, totally. Especially yeah. because if you if you look at politicians, for example, and just isolate something as far as like racism. Okay, just let, let, let's circle back to this for a second. If we talk about racism, you can see how much hate is being created by implementing things that are supposed to be to help equity and to help, you know, inclusion and all this. It doesn't matter if the result is parents taking their kids out of schools and people are, you know, getting into fights over stupid artificial things like your skin color, then you have to consider that these people are doing it on purpose because you have to say, okay, this is what we're doing and this is the consequence of it. Mm. I think we've been doing this yeah. this nonsense for almost two years and that's enough time to see that a lot of these things that are implementing is resulting in disaster. They know what they're doing. So do you think when it comes to the ports then and what we're seeing with the backlog of um, the supply lines yeah. and all this sort of stuff? It's intentional. Okay, because usually they plan that sort of thing. My understanding, and I feel like, Eric, you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, because I feel like your understanding of this is better than mine. I feel like they plan that out about a year in advance, don't they? A lot of this is pre-planned nine months to to 12 months out in advance. So then I go, if we knew about this, and when things hit, we knew that things were going to be pushed back, etc., do we now see... What we're seeing now, is this the result of someone actually going, I don't want to fix this? Yes, I think so. Yeah? I think so. Because, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I, I think that, you know, that, that the Henlon's razor thing that says, you know, effectively, you know, what you you don't have to attribute something to malice that can easily be attributed to stupidity. I think in this case, I, I agree with you. I'm not I'm, these aren't loaded questions. I, I just want to hear your yeah. thoughts on it, because I fully, fully believe that we are dealing with a very, very evil group of people. Well, that's what the, like a lot of people think of the term false flag. They think of that as like the government doing this uber like creative plan to do something crazy Mm -hmm. when oftentimes that's not what it is it's they know something bad is going to happen and they just do nothing to stop it right right because again it it, it is malice in a lot of cases so i would absolutely agree that in in some instances that's exactly what it what it is because this does nothing but benefit them because what are they going to do let's say it hits the fan going into uh, november and december and we're in this kind of economic sort of turmoil because of this they're going to step right in and they'll pretend as if they are the saviors right Give us more power and we will correct this sort of issue. Make you more dependent on them and how they operate, which then gives them more power, legitimizes themselves as they give themselves more power. And this is what, I mean, we saw that with the COVID stuff. None of this makes sense. Sorry, do you call it COVID? I call it COVID, right? Yeah, <laughs> COVID. So none of, none of it makes sense, right? None of it makes sense, but it's been used as a power grab. For so many institutions all across the, the the sort of world, that's just yet another example of they know something like because you look at it. We all pretty much in this room look at how they handle this COVID stuff as something COVID. that makes no sense. 
None of it makes sense for the most part when you consider how how deadly or, or lack thereof the virus is versus their actions. It does not make any sort of sense. I don't care what side of the aisle you on. It doesn't match. So what else do we have to attribute their actions to as they've ruined a lot of people's lives over the last I'm in the music industry. They've ruined a lot of people's lives and entire careers. They destroyed them and you got to focus that anger towards the government. I tell people I go be angry, be mad. Absolutely. Let, there's time I go, you know what? Not only is there time right now for the white rage we keep hearing about, there's time for black rage, there's time for brown rage, there's time for human rage. No. You got to come together and no matter what your skin color is, if you live in this country and you have inalienable rights from God, that have been given to you. They have been robbed from people, from men who hate you. Yep. They despise you, and they don't give a shit what happens to your life. And so you should be angry. You should be mad. But don't focus that on the people who are still asking you to put on masks. <laughs> Go for the big dogs, because those stupid idiots who are walking around asking you to put on a mask, or oh, you know, you can get mad. You can you can get angry at them. And yes, resist. Yes, do what you can. Do not comply. But remember whose orders they're following. Yeah. Remember where they got those ideas. Don't get distracted because they want us to fight each other. And this is my point, is the gaslighting, the utter gaslighting from these people. You know, Brandon was on the news again today. Not this Brandon, our other favorite Brandon, <laughs> was, was uh, giving a speech. And it's like, my gas has doubled in price in the last year, you bitch. And, and it's, I, you know, and I know I just... I'm so, I'm seated, and you know it's like a, a pack of steaks. I went to to Costco, seventy eight dollars, seventy eight bucks. A a, a a a pork not pork loin, a, a beef loin was two hundred forty eight bucks. That was like I thought it was expensive. It was ninety one last year. It's like tripled in price. Okay, and I know the Great Reset plan is to make fuel uh, not a commodity but a luxury, and to make beef a luxury not a commodity. And they want to turn the things that we love that you know that make it difficult their whole goals right where he even in his speech today he's talking about why we need to have more trains do you know why china he says you know they, they have all these fast trains do you know why these countries actually want high-speed trains it's because they don't want you to have an automobile they want you to have to rely on public yep. transportation so that they can implement things like a vaccine passport in order for you to use their transportation so that unless you're a part of their system you can't travel they don't like independent travel they hate cars not because of climate change it's because it brings independence and they don't want you to have free movement that's why they don't want free communication free movement, free thought, free speech. They want to restrict it all. And so they want trains and airplanes and everything and boats and everything to be electric also and self-driving cars so they can shut those cars down because fuel gives you independence. And he goes out there today and amidst all of this as he blocks and he fights for this. I, I love when people use China as our example. Like, oh, please. Um, he's like... Our greatest threat facing us today is not everything you see. Here's what it is. We have a video. Mr. Brandon himself going as hard as he can. Let's play that. I don't know if we have that right there of him on the video. It says we have the video. I said it before, and all my colleagues here know it. According to the United States intelligence community, domestic terrorism from white supremacists is the most lethal terrorist threat in the homeland. That's exactly what I mean. Like, it, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. No, because they focus on other random shit right. to divert. It, even, like, I, I, I want to play, like, the, this next because these two things together just make me want to commit suicide. I'm not even going to lie. In Hawaii, guys, they've got this robot dog that's supposed to be finding, like, checking homeless people's temperatures. 
be and so they're distracting from all this actual shit that's going on that matters by going look but the homeless the, the dog the the robot dog that's here to check your bloody that's here to check your temperature and bloody biden's talking about fucking white supremacy are you shitting me as long as no robot veterinarians have robot sex with the robot mm, dog in, mm-hmm. in in denmark the robot I think dog's we're okay. cute. can we put the video up of him <laughs> hey, hey hey watch out now. <laughs> the police department provided an update on its newest tool a robot dog Spot, the $150,000 robot purchased earlier this year, is used to screen individuals at homeless sites on Oahu. HBD says since the start of the pandemic, the sites have taken in more than 1,700 homeless individuals and have had only 14 positive COVID cases. I hope one of these dogs gets in trouble for police brutality. (laughs) Such as Spot have helped keep the numbers down. I just having the ability to deploy something that can do all the interaction with someone on a mobile mobile platform and take the possibility of transmission out of the equation. It's just so stupid. I mean, you watch these things, right? So we have we have robot dogs checking homeless people for COVID. And and it's a, that's a $150,000 robot dog checking you for COVID and they found what 14 cases did they say freaking love that good job guys really great great use of taxpayer money there love that for you and then you have Biden saying like oh yeah the biggest the biggest domestic terrorist threat that we have is white supremacy just i just that's why i'm saying like i think the cargo things that that's intentional because like anything this guy comes out of his mouth well first of all i can't understand him half the time but when i do <laughs> comprehend what he's saying it does not make sense white supremacy being the biggest issue that we're facing right now seriously do you think i'm dumb <laughs> He yep. doesn't have dementia. He he speaks white bonics. It's our own version of slurred speech. <laughs> I don't understand this man, but uh, Gothic is right. It, it it is intentional, and for people to try to speak something into existence, like with this white supremacy, and I guess that says a lot about the intelligence or lack thereof that they have. If if they are coming to some weird conclusion that that's the number one threat or terrorist threat that we have right now when it's white, it's this boogeyman that they try to act as as if it's mm-hmm. around the corner. Um, I, and I'm saying this obviously I'm, I'm black as shit. You know what I mean? Like this ain't this ain't no secret. Like, I can't be I can't be confused. Ain't no confused. Ain't we no confusion. broke the news here. You guys yeah. heard it here for the first time. Eric July yeah. is black as shit. Black ass shit. I want I want people to. Please, that, that that identifier is important that it's there because I've lived in the South my entire life. You know what I mean? I lived through Texas, Arkansas, uh, uh, Tennessee, places where you think that if if there was to be the boogeyman, I would have seen him many, many, many times. You think that there was some guy in the bushes, hell, on my way maybe to the blaze, uh, walking up, that some guy in a, in a, in a, in a Klan suit just jumps out and says, ha, you know, and then he wants to attack me because... Uh, this is American country. Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. But that's the world that they want to... We know it doesn't exist. The people that amplify this nonsensical narrative knows that it doesn't exist because they live their lives as well. But they're always trying to speak it to it to existence because they need that dragon to slay. And mm-hmm. oftentimes it's to make themselves look like good people, but I believe it's also to try to distract people from like the reality of what's going on. Like Biden himself is a crook. Biden himself is, hell, all those guys in Washington, D.C. are criminals. Now, I was one of the few guys, you can speak to this, Elijah, when the January 6th thing uh, happened. I was sitting there telling like, why y'all falling, falling over each other to try to condemn uh, actions? Why are we pretending like Congress isn't the den of criminals? Like that, those are the worst people in this country right now are the Congress folk. 
But they don't want you to speak to them or speak of them as if they are. They're the ones that are screwing up your money. They're the ones that are sending your kids to fight their uh, endless sort of wars for, for absolutely nothing. They are the scum of the absolute earth. They don't want to put the mirror on them. Put it on white supremacy. It's a phantom, vague yeah. thing that can be really applied to anything. Hell, me existing right now, I'm sure there's some weirdo in the comments that can say some roundabout way of proving that this right here is an example of white white supremacy because it's not there. Like it's not there at least in the in the aspect of they the way they talk about it. Yeah, they talk about it in a weird way too because it's like with the administration. That's what I always think of is is how it's like okay, Biden. So between you and me, let's go ahead and let's count the number of black of black, brown, or non-white people that we've authorized to be killed in the last uh, 60 days. I don't remember. Remember when you guys said that you guys hit an ISIS-K uh, car and you guys even made up ISIS-K? What the hell was that? You started <laughs> adding letters or like, well, it worked with the, you know, the variants. We'll just have a new variant. <laughs> it it had extra potassium. Yeah, it was like, it was like here we go. It's the banana boys. And and you, and you go, and so you go to the ISIS-K and they're like, we, you know, we, we killed them. No, bro, you killed children yeah, and, and an yeah. aid worker. You just killed innocent people. Y'all are killing innocent yep. people and you're telling me because I, you know, I might have some ideas of the fact that I might say something. This is so, you know, crazy and controversial, but there's such a thing as white countries. Yep. And it's like, oh, damn you. Damn you, you, you racist, you Nazi. And it's like, I'm sorry, hold, hold my tea for a second. Let me go bomb some brown people yeah. in Afghanistan and like murder a family. And you're like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Yep. You are out there and you're going, you're telling, you know, you're telling me. Like I'm so glad, by the way, if people don't know this, we got them to throw out the the the, the secretary uh, um, department to actually throw out the audit of the six hundred dollars for the IRS. They're oh, not good. they're they're abandoning oh, that good. because of the pressure of what was going on. It, it couldn't pass. But my point being is the pressure sometimes works. But we're sitting there and it's like you're telling me that I'm over here. You know, my your problem is is that you're not getting enough tax dollars from me. Because you don't get enough money. Bro, you're wasting trillions of dollars on wars. Stop wasting your uh, our money, my money. You don't need more of it. You got to figure your shit out. And it's like you are you want to figure out what the white supremacy is? Dog, you just killed 800,000 brown people over the last 19 years that were innocent civilians. That's the ones you reported. As if the State Department is accurately reporting the civilians that they killed. Yeah. Like who, who here killed almost a million people? We're still talking about the Holocaust? Oh, six million people were killed. Bro, you want to talk? How many civilians our government killed in oh, the last yeah. sixty years? Hey, Come on, go let's to the talk about I mean, that. Yeah, let's talk about that for the last hundred years. I mean, you're talking about like of a quarter of a billion people in the last uh, century that have been killed by their own government. Reported two hundred fifty-six yeah. yeah. or two hundred eighty fifty-six to two hundred eighty-seven million reported yeah. killed yeah. by their own governments. You're the threat. Exactly. Co you're more of a threat than COVID. Yep, most definitely. And and it's. It goes to show how deep really that propaganda sort of runs where the we know this evil institution exists and it rules over all of this, this massive block of, of people. Often it's not only, not exclusively, but a lot of it has been sort of facilitated by the United States government. And somehow those guys can come out on the other side of all of this crooked shit that we know they do and present themselves as the good guys. They somehow can duck in January 6th. They're ducking. You see these people that send your kids off to war ducking under like desk and just hiding and shit, um, uh, pretending that it's something that it was not when all people really did was kick their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. But that's the greatest threat since 9-11 or, or whatever it is that they try to present it as. Like these evil pieces of shit, when you see what they're doing, not only just in a war effort, but domestically, in terms of how they're mm -hmm. screwing with you guys, is money. Like, the way that that institution operates, the way that that den, that cathedral, as we call it, operates, and they somehow present themselves as the good guys, 
is amazing because they have folks turning on themselves. Why well, I always say Gina Carano was right, right? Because you see this yeah. bit the past year, all these people putting their sights on us, on their uh, other like other individuals that I ain't killed nobody. I ain't killed thousands upon thousands of brown people. Your government did that, but you look at me like I'm the enemy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's that shows you how deep this propaganda runs because they'll still defend that institution. It's amazing. It's incredible. They're so evil. They're so, and I just mm-hmm. want to, you know, I, I know I'm going to pass it to you here, but but I, I got to get down to this and say this. It's like, you know, it, it says in the last days that they'll call good evil and evil good. And it's like, so we have the leaders. And like, you know, and that's what with January 6th, the interesting thing is, is that of course it was a honeypot and they let it happen. Um, but it's so crazy because the people that let it happen are like, I can't believe this happened to me. You let this happen. I will boldly say there's <laughs> enough evidence that I could say that there is enough evidence that you guys were involved in the planning oh, yeah. of it for sure. But if you you want to combat that in court that's okay but you definitely let this happen to you you know why because you knew that you would stop it to the point where something would happen because you knew in the end these people didn't want to behead you they just wanted some accountability for the most fair and free election in history Four to five, remember baby. facebook can be hacked the largest company uh, tech one of the largest tech companies where billions of dollars almost trillion dollars they can be hacked and their servers can be taken offline but your voting machine in scranton pennsylvania that can't be hacked no way <laughs> Because you know why? Because some little bitch boy up in Silicon Valley said, I said so. Well, you know what? We're coming for you. We are. We are coming for you because we know that our country is not lost. It's in your hands, you think. Your hands are small, boy. Your hands are small. I'm telling you that. And, you know, there's correlations that I don't want to get into. But it's like, but it's like, well, we're we're here and we're saying this. It's like, yeah, that was a honeypot. And, no, I'm not, like, promoting anything or saying anything crazy. But you look at these people and you're like, you know what happened? Look what happened when they there was some like sort of accountability. The people said enough is enough. We are done with this. That's how you knew that BLM and and all those riots had nothing to do with actually accomplishing anything. Because if if they were really a threat to any establishment, those riots would have went down fast. Mm. Like if they were actually accomplishing anything for the country, if anything That's BLM was doing to help, if it was actually going to help black people, we wouldn't have had a 2020 BLM movement. Mm. And that's how you know BLM doesn't help black people because anything that could help them will never make progress. That's they will shut that shit down and they pump their money in everything that, that destroys, destructs and keeps everyone completely disenfranchised, all of us divided and weak. And oh, these motherfuckers, one day, one day, that's all I'm going to say. I, it's that white rage coming out. I, My, I, have, I, I got a lot of that. I, I have pink rage. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm a lobster. <laughs> Vanessa, I want to ask, it's just given that like, you know, this whole conversation, I feel like you, I think you guys are on the money boys, but I mean, I'm interested as someone who's recently had a sort of metamorphosis moment in terms of your political leanings and whatnot. What's the end game? The end game for this? Mm-hmm. Communism. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Total control of our lives. Yeah. And if, 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 you know, we happen to lose a few million people in the process to get there too bad. That's what I think the narrative is for them. I, Ever since when BLM first came around, that should have been the moment where people would have said, "Okay, what is going on here? You mean to tell me that this virus is so bad that we have to stay at home and flatten the curve, but we can go out and protest for a guy that we have no connection to some guy on TV. We're going to burn down cities because we're upset. That didn't make sense. And that was the point where I think a lot of people should have woken up at that moment.
Yeah, but they don't. They don't. I mean, I actually don't know what it takes to wake people up. I think that's, uh, we have this conversation all the time, Elijah and I do, where we, we sit here and we, we talk about these things and we go, what does it take for someone to actually, you know, short of smacking their head and going, oh shit. I can answer that. It, it will take something happening to them personally. So mm. little side note, I love my mom. All right. I love her. She voted for Biden. And my mom recently asked me, she said, hey, so I went to the store and I, I know I like baking and I can't find this ingredient. I went to like 10 stores, can't find this ingredient. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and she's like, yeah. And then I went and, and I was trying to find like, you know, something else. And I also couldn't find it. Do you know what's going on, Vanessa? And I said, you really want to know? <laughs> so it was that moment that she's like, now she's listening because it affected her in some way. Mm -hmm. So I just I, I'm hoping that we don't get to that point where it's like too late i think it will we'll see it's funny because on the parent level i can relate to this because in australia with my family my mom my dad and sorry my mom my brother and his fiance are all very right wing and all since day dot of all this stuff kicking off were like yo this is gonna get really bad very quickly please pay attention and my dad was like nah she'll be right because that's what aussies are like and now here we are almost two years on and my dad's like shit's fucked please help how do i get out what do i do and they were like we told you like what is it why did it take you this long to finally open your eyes up and go Huh. And my dad's not, an, he's a clever man. He's a very, very, very clever man. It just some people, it's like, I think confronting stuff is so is a lot denial. for a lot of people. It's, yeah, it's easier to shove your head in the sand. I think people don't want to even entertain the the idea that maybe they helped authoritarian. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, maybe they helped that. And, and, I, and I totally understand and I totally get how people can get brainwashed by always tuning into mainstream media. Like, I totally get it. But at some point, Point, you have to really objectively take a look at the big picture and say the world is going to shit not what if what is this for what what is all of this contributing towards yeah i mean yeah well, yeah, and it I, sums I, it up. I do want to say that, and as you know, but as we we're gonna jump into some super chats right now, we're gonna get your guys' questions. We're gonna talk, also get in the Blaze chat. But as we as we transition into this, uh, we'll start with Eric. Eric, where can people track you? Where can they find your best places? Of course, I'm at Eric D. July on like all forms social media. Uh, EricDJuly.com if you want to really get to the nitty gritty. Put YouTube.com/slash Young Five Nine. All of my video content is suddenly posted there. So be sure to uh, look out for us. We got a lot of stuff planned going into this next next, uh, next, next chapter, next quarter. Yeah. And Gothics, where can people find you? You can find me pretty much everywhere, Gothics TV. I'm also a contributor for Cancel This, and you can find that on Rightly AJ on YouTube. All right, so we're going to jump into some of these super chats. We're going to get in here, guys. want to see what you guys have to say, what you guys have to ask uh, about what's actually going on. I can't, I, when I'm looking at this thumbnail right now, and I'm, we're jumping in here, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't see it until now, and God have mercy on this show. Uh, let's jump into this. So we're going to start with our first one from Thorin Parpst. It says, Elijah, the golden rule did not originate with, uh, with well, you went to Christianity, I guess Christianity. It is back to ancient Egypt, roughly 2K years before Christ. Iterations of the maxim are found everywhere across religions and cultures, from Confucianism to uh, zero uh, Zoroastrianism. Yeah, uh, love you guys. So unfortunately, America was not largely influenced by Egyptian culture. So when you were saying this in the comments, America, we do get the golden rule out of the Bible, and that's how it develops here. And so, yes, yeah, so are they the first culture? Is Christianity the first p place that said to treat people well? No, but yes, the golden rule. It's like saying like. You know, if you go like apple pie is is American, you know, no, it's not American. Four thousand years ago, the Haitian, the, the I mean, the Hittites used to make an apple crust. And you're like, yeah, but the modern apple pie is an American type of thing. So that's just the truth of modern things. I mean, everyone made statues, but the Thomas Jefferson statue in New York 
is still a New York statue. It it doesn't change that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. If Egyptians are humans, and I'm a human. I'm not Egyptian. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's basic stuff. Certain things are more influ- more or less influential to definitely certain regions. So. Uh, everybody wants you to be precise, though, Elijah. Yeah, it's like I everybody don't know. wants you to know everything about history and then regurgitate those things on the show, but a hundred with a hundred percent precision. The Egyptian thing is such a cope too, because actually, if you track like biblical history and stuff, like it's actually quite complex, and it's like you know how the Bible is even written. Like God did reveal Himself to a lot of people, and then there was just like a, a path and a journey through like salvation through Christ that yep. tracks something specific, and so it's kind of interesting if you're like, well, that's. You know, it's like, yeah, the Bible doesn't tell every story of every person of everything that ever existed. It's a specific anthology and a story showing the salvation of the world. And so if you miss that, then you've missed the fact that it's not the biggest book in the world either. So, yeah. Still got, still got a lot of pages and a lot of tiny words. <laughs> Young Pei Chang says, oh, hi, guys. Ah, yes, Thursdays are made for gothics and Eric, Eric July's car. Why your car? I don't know. Because yeah. you were stuck in traffic? Maybe. I guess so. How did that person know that? Oh. I don't know. Mm-mm, psychic. I don't know. Them folks be taping. <laughs> Watch out. Man. <laughs> Jeremy says, would you consider inviting Steven Crowder or Russell Brand on the show? Also, do you think God has stayed the same or has he evolved with us? That's a Christian question. Yeah, I, don't think God, I, don't think God, I don't think God evolves. Um, also, yeah. I mean, of course we love Steven on the show and same with Russell Brand. They're but both I don't very think, particular about yeah, where they go on say, shows. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't think Russell Brand would uh, do it for free. I think he would cost a lot of dollary dues. So there is that. Probably Ten grand, at least twenty grand. Probably. Yes, may- many, many, many dollars. Minimal. Cat of the Canal says Proverb thirteen nine: uh, A desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. Awesome. I love you. I got one that's go. not a question, but I just thought it would make good merch. Someone in the Blaze chat put <laughs> "Shame me, Daddy" as a Ooh. slogan. I kind of like that one. Shame me, Daddy. Yeah, talking about fat shaming. Shame me, Daddy. Yeah. The Craigley Lawrence. Oh wow, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot, step sister. I don't know where this is going. Uh, the Craig- right, you can take my photos later. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for the OnlyFans siblings. Uh, the Craigley. I know. Did you get a two for one deal? Can we get a fifty percent off your brother if we get your sister? It's They're- weird. It's weird, bro, because like you're almost at a point where you're kind of like a brother to me so even making these jokes i'm like ah, that's too much that's too far it's gonna be a spin-off site can called just, only siblings can i just say this though but like that back to that argument is like even if the argument like be it aside like, even if even if like eric was like yeah like i can you take a picture of my butthole it's cool it's, it's cool we're, we're we don't like guys we don't like each other so can you do it i'd be like bro that's that's weird still man. not okay <laughs> it's like no we're just friends don't worry about it there's nothing weird you don't like me i don't like you it's like we're see, <laughs> That's that's your argument. <laughs> I'll pay your mom's. I'll pay your mortgage. Uh, like, uh, you're like nah, I think we're gonna pass. Uh, but the Craig <laughs> Lawrence experience. I still can't get over the justification of that one. Uh, yeah, guys, you, you guys got my boy Young Rippa. Hail, Mr. Eric July. You are here. This is gonna be a damn good show. He's got you. Also, love the show and slightly offensive. Thanks, Elijah, from the same person. Brian Schultz came and said, my grandmother turns 100 today, grew up during the Great Depression, dying during this nonsense. You built an amazing country, Grandma, and and we let you down. I'm sorry. And that's to say that I think Grandma Lois, my grandma, has not had internet. And I'm sorry for cursing so much, Grandma. I love you. But I will say, I think she's tuning in tonight. And if you are tuning in tonight and they fixed your internet, uh, we love you, for Grandma Lois. I wish my grandma would watch, watch She watches the show. show every day. Does she? Yes. Oh, I don't think my grandma knows how to use the internet. She's like, I think, 90s. She's my biggest fan. Or something. She's literally my biggest fan. Nice. She rewatches episodes of Slightly Offensive just to hear my voice in the room. Dude, that's cute. My mom does I that, though. But that's also because, you know, I haven't seen her in two years. Makes okay, me well, sad. We're not going to get that. So we just that. made that depressing. Sorry. Um, Brian Schultz also says, on an unrelated note, did Brandon's shirt arrive? 
I don't think so. Did my shirt arrive? You sent your shirt, I guess. Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. I love free merch, though, so I'm excited now. (laughs) I didn't know I was waiting for one. Jim Farm says, please pray for my grandfather, George. He went to the ER a few hours ago, and they are still waiting to see him because they are awaiting uh, COVID test results. I'm sorry. Hey, Jim, may God be with your your grandfather. We really do. We really hope everything's okay. Um, Binary Bard says, Gothics and Eric, July, hell yeah. Last time you talked briefly about modern dating. Have you thought about having a dating expert or dating coach on the show? We totally could. Recommend some if you you know any. What, offer advice? Yeah. Dating advice? You said no. Just stop right now. People are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's depressing. I can't, no. It's very depressing. Yeah, man, it's a jungle out there, so I, I don't know how the hell anybody's navigating dating culture right now. Isn't With it? great yeah. difficulty, uh, it's there's a lot of um, self hatred. I know. You know what's funny is like is like pure bloods a while ago used to have like a ra- a racial connotation, and like I didn't know in 2021 that like I'd be like talking to like my black brother and be like, "Yo, pure, pure bloods, bloods, baby." And yeah. like I didn't know I didn't know that would come on with like a different thing. Like, right? like if you see dating and they're like pure blood, you just think, "Oh, so you're oh in some God. extremism," and now it's like. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Does this refer to people who are not vaccinated? Because my mom yeah, texted yeah, me yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. She said, so I've started referring to myself as a pureblood. And I thought it was hilarious. I was mm. like, oh my goodness. That's the phrase. Because they call us unvaccinated. Okay. So we started calling ourselves purebloods. Uh, okay. And I, I do have, I I do thought have she the word was, pure. I thought she was being my, clever. And now I just realized that someone else thought of it. Well, mom, <laughs> you tried. I, I was nearly convinced. Steve Otten says, playing poker at a local casino and listening to the awesomeness of your show. Well, we hope you win, Steve. Can I just say it's like black people taking back the N-word? Like that's basically what pure blood is. It was like, <laughs> oh, you want to call us unvaccinated? Well, we're the pure bloods. Like ah. my sperm's the one that still matters and has value. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Seth sent you two Canadian dollars, Brandon, and said two bucks for the nip jar. Still not enough. It's gonna cost. <laughs> Wait, what's more, the amount? Uh, it's a lot. More than <laughs> Russell Brand would cost to get here. Let's right. put it that way. Brandon, you got one from the Blaze TV chat, right? Yeah. So DC wanted to ask. You know, he sees this coming to a violent conflict. Is there any chance of a peaceful resolution? Absolutely. Uh, people better start fighting for decentralization right now. People, it's funny how people looked at secessionism and those sorts of efforts as, okay, that's going to end up in conflict. What the hell you think we're heading right now? If you want to get out on the other side, the most peaceful route, I know there's a lot of my China and all these sorts of things <laughs> that people point to to mm-hmm. not want to make this happen. The most peaceful route out of this is to stop sharing a government with crackheads. That's the only way we get out of this. <laughs> yeah, crackheads and baby's blood. No, I'm not going to get there. Lizard people. <laughs> Kate, Katie Trimble says, that was good from Eric. Says, Sydney, it's too bad you're not a lesbian. With a fro, no, they said, but I'll just simp for you from afar. Love you both. Gets me through the BS uh, that is this day and age in love. We do have a hot lesbian that works here, though. Yeah, so, yeah. but well, thank you. But yeah, no, I uh, not her. But I there, do like men. One. They are they are trying, but they are lovely. Starzan throws money at y'all in a, in a microaggression. Thank you for that. Tell that goth grifter she is kind of cool. Have fun, everyone. That's my assistant. That's my oh, friend. I we actually say, I knew say that. grifter here on this grifter? show. That's, Shiesty that's grifter. Shiesty grifter. grifter. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Lauren Smart comes in here and says, this has been one of the worst days, that, but I'm glad I can watch y'all and have a good laugh to release some stress. That's okay. I was going to say this for us. So she, she's, she runs the dry cleaning uh, place that I've used. I moved. Sorry, Lauren. But she was, uh, I saw her writing today about how like the, the shortages are so bad. They don't even have like any more like hangers for the clothes. So they have to ask everyone to bring their hangers back from dry cleaning because they don't have like pant hangers available at dry oh, cleaners anymore. So it's like, I mean, it's, it affects everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just want to bring that up. 
Well, we Lauren, know. we're sorry that you've had a bad day. We hope it improves. Uh, Zach Walsh says, some of the kids spend their money on OnlyFans. I spend my money here. This is probably a better place mm-hmm. to spend it, honestly, Zach. Let's be real. No siblings, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> Not on this show yet. No buts on after display the nip, yet. After we fill up the nip jar. We'll just have to get Ricky Rebel on for you, Elijah, <laughs> oh. and we can satisfy that, uh, that, that need. You know, my pops actually tweeted me last... Or texted me last night, and he's like, what's with the nipple thing? And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't have an explanation for it. I didn't think it was going to become a thing, but it's a thing, I guess. It's my. I love when people send money for it. it it's like so satisfying because I said it just to be a dick and now it's like oh, it's so I don't, good. shows take on their it's own so life good. and now that part of the show has been trying to de-shirt our producer <laughs> I did couldn't have, couldn't have predicted it it's so but good. here we are uh, Des says salute salute I live in upstate New York and all my friends here are Dems I never realized I wasn't aligned with them until recently but this pod brings me sanity and helps me see there's people out there with common sense well we very much appreciate it sorry that you have a ton of liberal friends that can did be you skip a few nope I did not why? Okay. Did you update? Did you refresh no, the page? No, I just don't know where you're at. Forsaken Empire 4 says, well, this is at you, Eric. Oh. Can't wait for Sunday with Mario Kart. Go kick Jeremy's <laughs> ass. Yeah, I'll kick his ass in Jeremy. Uh, kick Jeremy's ass in Mario Kart. Yes, I will. <laughs> kick everybody's ass in Mario Kart. Mario Kart's right. hard. Yeah, it can it, 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 it can bring some things out of me. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Just make you aggressive, because you know what? When when Elijah's wife plays these games, she just calls you a big bitch the whole time. <laughs> just yeah, swears uncontrollably. Yeah, she's like this like cute little like like Christian girl, and she'll just be like, "Yeah, big bitch, I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming for you." And they're like, "Now you know where I got my tongue from, actually." Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Chase Nightmare sent us $5. Thank you very much, Chase. Um, Real Hydro PX says, Ripper looks like Black Teen Wolf. <laughs> what? What, because I'm here? <laughs> this is what peak male performance yeah. looks like. Y'all need to understand this. this is what He's getting ready to fight the white supremacist yeah. threat. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming for you. They're under your bed. Pork Lamp says, Salt Army Re. What a great collab. Yeah. Uh, the one voice says, to split between two of my fave ladies, apologies for missing you last you last episode. New subscriber to you are here, so I'll be getting to know the rest of you soon. Much love from the UK. That was such a UK uh, written thing, too. I know. We, I love how they do XX at the end of everything people, as well. Very people cute. say, I love, okay, can I just say this? This is the funniest part about British people. British people always write me, and I was like, why do you guys talk shit on us? And I'm going, bro, you're living the meme. Because, like, literally, we criticize our own country here every single day. And it's like... Like, literally, British people will be like, you know, oh, you know, uh, uh, Americans, uh, you know, you guys have guns and we don't have guns here and, and, and we don't have them because we, we, we have lower our violence. And you just be like, why are your teeth weird? And, like, <laughs> and they just start, they just, they just rip on, like, listen, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm safe in my school. I'm, I'm, and they, like, get back on you. And you're like, bro, take a joke, bro. Take a joke. Relax. Yeah, relax. They get, like, so, like, up in arms. And it's like, hey, you guys got up in arms one time. We defeated you. We're a cool now, okay? Let's, <laughs> let's keep going. Chase Nightmare says, can we get God uh, in the control? control room to say hey how's it going also the last five bucks is for brandon's nipple fund i thank god that that whole sentence is what you're supposed to say hey how's it going also the last no please please don't say (laughs) the the last part we don't need that sound bite please say the last bit oh what was the last bit it's also the last five bucks is for brandon's nipple fund the last five bucks is for brandon's nipple fund Well, God's got a sense of humor. (laughs) He's evolved. Uh, On the last, God's. Seth says, "Do Scots think incest is best?" They don't. Scots are actually pretty epic. Scots are very cool. Their government has just kind Ah, of cucked. Their accents are right too. You know how they say things really well. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite thing in the world. It's her Scottish kink. All right, that's only on her OnlyFans coming out soon. 
Chris, not oh. just buttholes with Scottish accents. <laughs> yeah, butts and accents with Sydney Watson. <laughs> Doug Phelps says we are entering Sodom and Gomorrah, and that was a good segue. Oh man, Sodom and Gomorrah is the name of that uh, siblings only fan page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. My name's Sodom. This is my brother Gomorrah, <laughs> and welcome to our siblings only. <laughs> I think the brother is Sodom. Actually, he's uh, the one. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I totally lost the plot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's good. That's good. Chris Davis says, I "Love this show. I've been watching slightly offensive Crowder, Beck, and uh, Levine daily for years. Thank you for doing this daily, much needed comedy every night." P.S. Look into uh, the red, white, and blueprint movement in NorCal. All right, totally cool. can. Um, Les White says, "Please get Count Dankula on the show and hit him with the Scottish with this Scottish brother sister story. Make it happen, please." <laughs> can I just say, I I had Count Dankula on slightly offensive, and it never aired because. It was couldn't have aired. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 had him, I had him on there, and I was like, and it just got axed. Like, I wasn't my choice, but the episode got axed because I'm gonna tell you, like, that guy is so funny and so brutally honest that when I told him, like, you can be uncensored and brutally honest, it was like gonna be one hour of bleep and then like four minutes of, of speaking. <laughs> it was so like, <laughs> he hit on everything you should in every group. I love, I love it. By the way, I can't take it. I love him to death. Unfortunately, it couldn't air on TV. He's been posting pictures of his balls on Twitter <laughs> yeah. and putting like smiley faces on them. And like, getting like, I think he's getting like, is it, is it, he's been getting celebrities fans to share his nuts yes. to get angry at him, to get his nuts to go viral. That's the kind of person he That's is. Brilliant. He's the best troll ever. And actually, and then during the time of the Taliban, he turned his account, his verified account into a Taliban account. Oh and he had, he had a tagline like, inshallah, my brother on the end of everything. Like, like now we take airport, inshallah. <laughs> and people like conservatives were fighting with him. Like we're going to, you know, I can't believe you're on here. We're all president. <laughs> is banned he's like inshallah and like i just like <laughs> a guy who gets his balls to go viral with like taylor swift i think fans or something like that yeah. and then and then uh, uh larps as the taliban and tricks the right into that <laughs> epic dude and i hope to have him on again because i'll just tell him <laughs> don't don't let yourself get bleeped for an hour man yeah, exactly uh crypto steb says i'm shocked Kelly wasn't responsible for weird incest only fans but still get me out of here save me brandon you're my only hope get gets getting some obi-wan vibes no obi-wan yeah kenobi he does Am I, do I look old or Save the young me, Obi? Brandon, you're my he's like Obi hope. two Kenobi though. <laughs> he's like the second string, like filling in the background when he's sick. Oh, Christ. Josh Karen says uh, the comment, and you don't. Sorry, and you don't want to put everyone there in the wood chipper. Deserved a five dollar donation. Leave the kids be and stop confusing them for fuck's sake. Yeah, hundred percent. I love when you guys start out swear words. I, no, because it deletes. Do, yeah, oh, it messes okay, up the I comments. See, I see. I see. Batman three nine four hundred says, "I see Elijah is subscribed to one seven nine one L. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do. I didn't. I haven't seen the video from them. Oh, it's defunct now. That's why. Well, it was a conservative channel. Not sure. Really if you good. Know Lex Vanilla. Vienna, maybe. Valena, I don't know. Valena, but it would be cool to have them on. Yeah, if they email me, I'd love to have those guys on. In fact, I'd love to work on a project with them. They're some of the best animators ever in terms of like, sort of like pseudo futuristic propaganda artwork and like creating like visuals. By the way, I'd love to be in contact with you because I have some projects in mind. Very cool. Chino says, "Shave your damn shoulders, Eric July." No, bro. Like I said, it's what peak male performance is. The fuck? First of all, what the fuck? What the fuck? I look like shaving my goddamn shoulders. 
Like what? Like first of all, I, I've never. I'm gonna be honest. I never met a woman that like like these fucking bare chested ass fucking type of dudes. <laughs> fucking anyway, you know what I mean. And if that if that's the type of shit y'all on, more power to you. But I know someone that like it, motherfucker. <laughs> that's all that matters. I know someone that like it. <laughs> Thanks, um. thanks for that one, God. Um, oh. He also, this person also just said black. Yes, I am black. That's <laughs> black shit. shit. That's shit. Let's make sure we, again, put oh that my as my God. monitor. Oh CC my says, uh, and with many other words, he bore witness and continued to I, I let, I'll exhort. Exhort. I've never had to say that. Saying, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Exhort them, encourage them, lift them up. Christopher Tyler says, Sid reminds me of a brunette version of my fiance. Height, noodle arms, and all. I wish I could hear a conversation between the two as a fly on the wall. Yes, I do have SpongeBob arms. SpongeBob they're, arms. They're, you know. <laughs> Needles, yeah. I know, you know what's funny is I've always called Kez Squid. Like, it's like her nickname because yeah. you guys are all like little, little tentacle arms. <laughs> and then Squid Game came out, and now I just call her Squid Game. Do you remember like that, that time that you tried to convince me that you were friends with James Franco and you changed her her name and your phone to James Franco and had her call you? Do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> yes, because the thing is that all my friends have like celebrity names on my phone because uh, because at protests, like people always look at your phone when you're, you're texting people. So it would just be like, oh, you're texting James Franco. Or, like you're texting, like everyone had like pseudonyms. Like, you're texting Tina Fey. And it was like their profile pictures. And so people like, do they look over? They're suspicious of you. Like at a protest, like texting. It was a great way to just like, oh, he's texting. Like that's how dumb these people were. Oh, he's not. He's not a right winger. He's texting James Franco. That's <laughs> 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 brilliant. Like, it's uh -huh. like, what <laughs> idiots. All right. <laughs> Scott James. Hilkington says, I love you guys. I found yours on Timcast. Been enjoying the lols ever since. Brush up on your piano skills, Sid. Tim and co have plans for you. Love from New Zealand. Well, uh, thank you. And yes, I play piano often, all the time. Yes, very good. Will H says, um, I'm like a wild animal in bed. I'm more afraid of you than you are of me. I love you, Sydney. Well, thank you. I love you too. Wow. Um, NEG says, Candace Owens wants to invade Australia. She thinks it's the feds that are making the rules. She wants Australia to be the next Iraq, uh, Iraq. Um, Afghanistan slash Iraq. Candace Owens wants to invade Australia. That's news that. to me. That's I didn't news. know that either. I didn't know Primal that. American says, I canceled my YouTube premium membership and signed up for Blaze. Sydney and Sweet John days. Doyle should live stream their wedding and John Doyle should get a show on Blaze. John and I are still not dating. Hey, you know, I'm going to tell you this. I don't want to I don't want to tell you anything, but maybe maybe we've already been interested in John for a while. Maybe Maybe we're going to bring him into our OnlyFans Maybe he thing. will join. Maybe John's buttons is the next be, contact you didn't ask for. Maybe it would be the wedding that we're live streaming, guys. It is the wedding. You don't know. They might get getting married. It, they might. <laughs> I don't want... Uh, Eric July's shoulder hair is going to be officiating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> My... My brain is broken already. <laughs> I, yeah, K-Man the Caveman says, Sup gang, love you all. Lockdown in Melbourne has been lifted unless you don't have the vax. Also, masks are mandatory indoors and outdoors for everyone still. What the fuck do we do? Um, I don't, you know, I don't know. Your police are Gestapo and mm. you're in a really fucked up environment. And I, and I, and I, if I had the answer to that, the only, really only solution, which sounds like the, the wish is like mass civil disobedience. Mm -hmm. I'd say keep going to the protests. And keep fighting and I would say you know what I mean like let them know like the, I think the, one of the nice things that the people are doing is like literally confront them like when they like grab your cup and shake it be like what do you think you're doing who do you think you are like the humanity like don't you know what you, what's going on like you like 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 confront them and I, I know it's weird to call people Nazis say you are you're you are more strict than Nazis in terms of your enforcement you guys are evil and don't you don't care, have though. to be well the, some of them are because some of them you see their faces change where it's like 
this is evil and wrong of you. You're on the wrong side of history. And I hope you feel bad when you go to sleep tonight, but you don't have to be like this. And I've seen people's faces change where they're like, all right, and I've walked away. I have seen it. That's, that's what I'm saying up front you can do. There are deeper things that would get us kicked off of YouTube, but you know what they are. You guys, are, you don't want to tell anybody how to fight back in Australia. I got nothing. Well, I'm I mean, I, I know you're. That's a little more closer to home to you. But I think no matter where it is, it's going to take mass forms of civil disobedience and telling these guys to go screw themselves. Mm. And um, I know that's easier said than done for certain parties. I mean, I've been having this conversation on our show uh, about this, and like some people are like, "Well, I can't do it uh, because of this, this, and that. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to do all of this." And I'm like, I totally understand that, and I can empathize with that. But in the same respects, I can also say that. Obviously, that's not helping this issue at all, mm-hmm. um, because definitely what you're seeing in Australia seem to be like kind of this this grounds for trying everything out. Um, and it's worked. Like, how far can the government take it uh, with, with COVID? Like, that's what Australia is. That's what New Zealand is right now. And you see that unless you stop it, that's the direction that you're heading in. No matter what they promise you, they say, well, if you just get it. Uh, first, it was just a mask. It was two weeks. Well, at first, it was two weeks slow to spread, and now we're at forceful injection. So mm-hmm. you see that as long as you go on with this, no matter how difficult it may be for you, no matter I know it's going to force people to do some things that they might not want to do. But that's unfortunately what it's going to take for you guys to get out of that situation. Yep. It's yeah. Very, I can't say things, but sad. I'm in contact with a lot of people there. So there's just things that we can't talk about on the internet. Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. I wish I knew what to say and how to help. Truly, I do. Things are happening. <clears throat> the one voice says, "Zookeepers, do you think black folks want to go anywhere near cages? Given history, <laughs> oh. JK, don't cancel me. We don't do that here. Don't worry, friend. AOC cost me a very dear relationship for real. Anyway, all right, re re podcast. I don't. I feel bad. I hope that's what your podcast is called. Just wondering if Eli has seen my reply about Committee of Three Hundred book. I did not. And I will check it out. Chino also says, to be fair, if you buy a treadmill, duck yourself. T Dog says, Eric Sydney Gothic. Did you ever see Red Dwarf? No. No. How's that? I don't, know, that? I don't know. know what that is. Miss Anthropo- uh, uh, Anthropic Nihilist says, ever since Game of Thrones came out, this whole incest thing has accelerated and become normalized. By the way, love you, Gothics. Thanks for red pilling me last year. <gasps> but now Elijah has clown pilled me. They no. red, you red pilled someone. <laughs> but what is a clown pill? That's another. We just laugh at everything. When you overdose. Oh. It's when you become become Joker. Okay. All right. So And how you laugh. You know, you just laugh at like the shit. But he also like kind of like helps it implode too. Exactly. KB Lorraine says, well, I failed out of vet school today, guys. I only failed math, but somehow that ruined everything. And I know there's a reason, but I'm already 31 single and now just dumb. Glad you guys are on tonight. I love you all. Let me tell you this, miss. I suck at math. I'm so bad at it. I have to do simple math on my hands. Like I am so bad at maths. I it's I have to use calculators for everything. That does not make you dumb. Because if that's the case, then I'm dumb. And then everyone in the comments who says I'm low IQ <laughs> is correct. I don't know math. <laughs> I suck at math too. So math is difficult. Is. You know, I, I've never been good at it, but I got up to like linear algebra or like like a few levels of calculus, and I did well. And I don't know why because I am retarded. But <laughs> but like I like Elijah Down syndrome and retarded on the no same thing. because the thing is the, <laughs> the, the, the thing is is like this is what was so crazy I remember like on like on like my my second year of calc and I did like calc in high school too but then I did like whatever like other calc and stuff in linear in in college and I remember like I was sitting there and I think I got like a seventy two in the class which just passed found out that was like the second highest grade in the class so like the curve gave me an A so it's like not that I was that good like I got a seventy two. But apparently that class was hard for everybody. <laughs> so the bell curve 
made me an A. And also the teacher was a total idiot and I tried to get him fired. I was like, this guy sucks. You tried to get your teacher fired? I had I had a lot of problems with professors. Like I made a professor I made one professor like have to go to like cause complications even in her marriage because she was venting so much to her, like her husband because Ooh. I would challenge her in class and it frustrated her. <gasps> she cried to me in a meeting. Oh my god. Yeah, it wasn't okay. Good. That sounds like an experience. KB KB Lorraine also says, "P.S. Eric, you're awesome. Sid, say wishes, but LOL. Please pray for me. This sucks. Well, I feel like things always work out. Maybe you're not meant to be a vet. I don't no. know." Well, you got to sleep with more of the animals. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You need to join. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're right. Do the teachers. Something, do something that you love. That's what I did. I thought I was going to be a bloody lawyer. And then I was like, fuck it. I hate people. Let me go and do a job where I don't have to interact with others. And yet here you guys are. Ugh. Ashley Phillips. Sydney, you're my favorite. She talks about the number one issue we are facing, lack of fathers. New to gothics, but love her. Tom McDonald reactions. Yeah. Thank you so much. Is that a thing? Tom McDonald reactions. Yeah. Is that a videos you make? I, no, that's a man. <laughs> no, I know. I didn't know if you had made reaction oh. videos of Tom McDonald. Oh yeah, yeah, videos. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I thought this was a facial expression thing where you're doing like a. Oh, I was trying to compute. I was like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Bordessa says, "How is Grandma Elijah? She's recovering. And you want know a funny story? She's like the only unvaccinated one. But then like my fully vaccinated, like her brother." He got came down with COVID and all the vaccinated people I know in California are getting really sick and, and it's it's getting really in, intense. And the unvaccinated people that I know are faring off better currently. So I know that that's not what they're reporting, but that's what I'm seeing from experience. I'm not seeing a big difference. And she's she's older, too. Um, but she was like telling me, like she goes, none of this makes sense, honey. I don't Aww. get this. And I go. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have an answer for you. Harry Smith says, to my favorite non-couple, I am a truck driver. My job gave me a 2% raise, worked uh, through the cooth, the cooth, and I feel like a number. This show keeps me leveled. Well, we're glad that it keeps yeah, you leveled. Yeah, we love you. Um, Breast Ain't Dead says, build back better. Nah, demoralize, destabilize, destroy. Yes, COVID's has been the largest transfer of wealth to the oligarchy from the middle class. Not a lie. Propagizer says, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Excellent show, guys. Great guess. It was great guess. Evan Perry says, COVID's is a good name. <clears throat> Fauci had a hand in both. That's true. And he might have put a little more in there too <laughs> try to think More said haven't you brilliant people noticed that all the goods and services the leftoids hate have hyperinflated fuel beef cow farts single family homes <laughs> yes i know that's what i'm saying it's not accidental like th this is part of the great reset is making the things they wanted unobtainable like i i'm i'm not like talking down on you for not for noticing that but like people should wake up that that's the things that are hard to get that's why i said trains will be accessible they'll build new trains but your car you won't be able to drive that that's like track that you know, yeah. like soy will be okay and cheap. Like soybeans will be cheap, but you know, like your Impossible Burgers will stay the same. That they'll always be stocked. Your vegan stuff will always be in the grocery store because no one wants to eat that shit. You know the argument. Not that I want to spend a tremendous amount of time on this, but you know when people argue that cow and that um, breeding cows the and methane. livestock and whatnot, yeah, is like really, really challenging and difficult and whatnot. It it's like really weird because I looked into it recently, and there's so much land in the country that actually cannot be used for growing crops so when people are like oh you, meat is bad oh we don't even we can't it's not sustainable it's like well what else are you going to put on land that can't sustain anything else of course you need to have cows on there you know what we should be doing maybe in some capacities eating goats i was just gonna say <laughs> goats because nah, like they are they can they're easier to put i like places. cows just to make hindus no, do people eat goats <laughs> oh, <hell yeah. laughs> oh in the country hell yeah god what was that sound? i don't know that was horrible i don't know i don't know all right all right
We got, what does it say? Brian Schultz said $150,000 dog versus $4 12 gauge slug. Who would win? Nah, that's a good idea. Miss Anthropic Nyla said, holy shite, that robot dog is from Black Mirror. True. It's, it's true, yeah. The one voice says, it's old stage hypnosis. Events are like, look at the shiny keys. In UK, I am not part of track and trace, nor my friends, but one Facebook text sent to me as my, sorry, this is really hard to read, friend. You guys need to put in full stop. As me for, as my friend, it's like. Got the COVV and advised me to test. Boom, NHS ringing me. The, like that's how they said, got the COVV. It's all stage Advise hypnosis events, and I'm like, look, <laughs> Boom, and shiny NIH, keys. And I just rang in there. And I was like, rang in there. Can I just read the rest of them in an accent or my Scottish No, one? It's, just that's the, I, it's just the, the <sighs> British pounds. You can do the, you only get permission for your accent on the British pounds. That's it. <laughs> okay, fine. Zach Walsh says, <laughs> Arkansas uh, at the blaze. Hell yeah. There's more of there's more than eight of us, Elijah. Hey, hello to all ten of you. <laughs> um, Vince Rush Art says, "I say this every super chat, but we need to go back to the good book as our foundation. Yahweh gave us His word to live by. Jesus is the way, truth, and life." I agree. Yang Pei Cheng says, "The ridiculous price hikes in gas." Beef and ammo makes me feel sick when I think about how good I had it in 2019. Yeah, no, no, I didn't see this coming. Well, I did, but I didn't. No, Silly. No, Brett Ain't Dead says, My Italian no. immigrant boss for the last 13 years has always referred to the government as legal organized crime, based as fuck. Very true. Sean Edmund says, Question for Sydney. How are Australians so good at writing metal music? Has to be the dog-sized bugs y'all have over there. Praying for Australia on a serious note. What's happening there is terrible. Yes, it is. And we do have a huge metal scene, particularly in Melbourne. That's what I used to go... That were Parkway Drive, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You're the music expert. Yeah, also Parkway's the, the, the Nords, too, and stuff. Like the Nord in the uh, Architects, I think. Are they from... Are they UK? It might be UK. I don't know. Let's see. Yes. Uh, Melbourne has like a, a crap ton of yeah. uh, like metal and hardcore bands came out of yeah, yeah Melbourne and Sydney. I know but yeah, a lot of middlecore guys came out of like a St. Parkway drive and shit. See, there's so much good music around the world. Like yeah. I it's it is Yeah, but then it gets oh, all man. swept up by all the crap. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you don't notice it because you have to listen to Justin Bieber. It's like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> people still listen to Justin Bieber? I don't know. He wrote one good song and I think that yeah. was that. I mean we're all rooting for him. Are we? <laughs> well, he seems like he's on the straight and narrow these days. I mean, he seems like uh, no, he's like on right. a university. Sid walked in track. yesterday and I had 50 Cent playing, and she just goes, What is this? And I was like, This is many men. <laughs> I just knew that he got shot a bunch of times in that. He's like, like I, He I got shot this, nine he's times. Like That's his brand. Yeah. He's Rasputin. Yeah. It's but true. The black version. Uh, <laughs> with arguably this? less hair. Uh, okay. Uh, Droconic said, Great show as always, guys. Glad I could watch while cooking the Barbie. Uh, thought. Though it slightly disturbs me, y'all put my thoughts into words better than I do. That's true. I hope so. Everyone is, seems to be really happy with you guys as guests as well. Hamilton says, saw on Disclose TV that YouTube is censoring videos with references to Let's Go Brandon. Be careful, guys. Uh, yes and no. I, I, I can fact check that one for you, but we're not going to get into that. The Joyful Martyr says, simp for Jesus. Love you guys. Great show, Chemistry. Spaghetti Monster is a demon. No worries. <laughs> no vaccine. <laughs> That should be a. Sh I need to win. Spaghetti Monster is a demon. I like okay, that. I'm making that merch. That's actually really I, funny. I, yep, Spaghetti Monster is a demon. Keep going. I'm writing this down before I forget. Spaghetti Monster is a demon. I'm, yes, I'm wearing I that. I just refreshed. I'm sorry. Where? Wh who um, did you just okay, read? Okay, fine, fine, fine. Z uh, Zeranix says oh, yeah, thanking I'm, them for easing it. off. Yeah. Yeah, thanking them for easing off the 600 is a game. They were already monitoring 10k transactions. They're slowly rolling us, and there's still a social credit system that's incoming. Fun fact: I opened a business account the other day. Well, another business account the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, the government will." track all of your transactions over a certain amount of money i was like the government tracks my transactions and then tells me how many i can make fuck all of you yeah mm, i nearly yeah, broke down the building it was great <laughs> I don't like 
Chad Scovel sent us $10. Thank you very much, Chad. Mentally uh, Touchable says, cussing, sorry, enraged cussing Elijah is the best Elijah. <laughs> I tend to agree. I know, and that's, why I, that's how I always get in trouble, so I don't want to do it, but then you guys always like that one the best. And I love, that's my favorite Eric, too, is Eric's pissed off rant. That's why I'm, I'm not talking shit on Sarah's show, but this is why like I love you like on other shows because I love it when you can just curse just, and go yeah. off because the reason why I don't like the arguments against cursing, I understand about respect. So like, I think it's more about respect than about what's right and wrong. I think cursing isn't respectful when speaking to someone like a superior or when speaking to somebody in a, in a, in a professional conversation that is important. There's no dynamics. Like if you're like talking to your employee, like, Hey, you know what? Get the fuck out of my office. Like <laughs> that's not respectful. Like, yeah. hey, sir, you need to leave and you go rethink your life. But I think that that like Gary Vee says, cursing really uh, people that curse tend to have higher IQ and and they tend to be be more honest and brutally yeah. honest. When you're just thinking and your mind just goes, kind of when people say um um and they kind of catch their thought, it's like sometimes you just curse to fill it. And also they have strong meanings, and so it actually encapsulates rather than being like, you know what I think. Uh, Brandon isn't doing such a good job. Yeah, He's yeah. like, hey, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Like, like what's what's a better what's a better way to yeah, say it? Exactly. And like, so I, I, you know, and that's why I, I don't I don't buy into the arguments on cursing just because yeah. it's the conservative argument. Yeah. I don't buy into it. But then again, just like you can be naked in the shower, doesn't mean you can be naked everywhere else. Just because you can curse in some environments with some people doesn't mean that should be in everywhere you speak. Nope. Self control. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, know, I just want to say that because the conservatives always argue about cursing, and I think it's such a dumb argument. Yeah. They should go to Australia and then they'd weep. Well, you in particular, <laughs> I actually, whenever you're doing your segments of monetize your haters, and then you're, you know, people are calling you in, and you go off on your rants, calling people crackheads, <laughs> I will record that and play it when I when I want to pick me up because yeah. this shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always good time. <laughs> George Blackwolf says, people don't see the truth till hell is at their doorstep. Very true. Primal American says, you guys should make a super chat function on the Blaze website. I want to join the military, but I'm not encouraged by the degeneracy. Hmm. I don't have any commentary on that. Uh, it seems a bit dicey at the moment. Uh, Villa Music Dude says, NIH, NIH admits that EcoHealth Alliance misused the grant for gain-of-function research on COVIDs. I guess the difference between being a conspiracy theorist and being right is about six months of time. Pretty much. Very true. Um, Joseph, Ivan, I'm not going to even try, Joe. Um, do you guys plan to invite some hosts from Daily Wire, like Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles? Yes, we would love them, obviously, but the dollary dues. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it like that. Kevin Waite says, I'm not laughing. Elijah is speaking for me. I've been angry for the longest. Right on, Elijah. Yes, things will, will have to get worse before our so-called fellow Americans wake up, if only 60% believed. Greg says, young ripper, exclamation point. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see a proper libertarian in the house. This group is fire. Thanks for keeping us sane. Show, show. JMZ says, have you thought about getting Chris and Shelly from China Uncensored show? Keep up the good skills, Sid. You are awesome, mate. Thank you very much. And yeah, we certainly can. Brandon, do you want to write that down? Brandon, you got to write these just down because we had a lot of years to go. So <laughs> I was we have saying, a running list start of, writing uh, these of down. We have names. time. It's quite, yeah, it's quite good. Nicholas Quinlan says, take the orange pill, F the Fed, buy Bitcoin until they turn the internet off. Um, Pret says, Brandon's laugh is top tier. I actually have to agree with that, Brandon. You do have a cute laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Very true. George Andre Veloso Nunez said, I can't usually watch live, but the last three episodes had the video crashing towards the ending and I have to refresh the page. And there's always parts of the stream I can't watch worth checking out. I actually got messages about that this afternoon. Fun fact. So I maybe maybe we should. Yeah, look into I that. think it's. I think it has to do with because you're in a different country. Yeah, possibly. I, I do because I think there's different 
there's different probably ports and uh, this is also 1080p so maybe live streaming in 1080p there's issues and also i'm just saying i'm assuming that's because you're in a different country so i blame youtube most of the time and it was interesting that the audio from our video talking about how the fbi wasn't classifying left-wing terrorists the audio disappeared from that episode. Yeah, like two days ago, they like three days ago, they deleted yeah. our audio from our episode. It's just you can't. There's no audio associated with the video after it was live. I mean, it's been live, and then all of a sudden, it was just like it was posted, had audio, and they just removed the whole audio from the video. So what I'm saying is, I blame the FBI. <laughs> yeah, that makes you sense. You know, so that happens on YouTube, and you're like, they just yeah. removed the audio. Yeah, weird things happen with YouTube all the time. Like I have, I had one video where. I was talking a bunch of shit, but that's like every video where for oh, like it paused like on me for a second and everything after that, you could hear the audio, but it was a still frame and it didn't matter where you watched it from. It's a still frame for the, that point on to the rest of the video. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a message about that today as well. Someone yeah, said something similar where it was a still frame yeah, and then it kept just, running, but nothing yeah, else. No, yeah, it's weird. yeah. I know this. I've had, no, believe me. Uh, David Bacon says, Hey Brandon, $20 is $20 more tip for the nip. Just saying, <laughs> love all of you. Love. I know what is this, Brandon? What is this? No, I, more I, tip for the nip. Love I have no explanation for it, but I think that's I'm the thrilled. other merch we got to make too. I'm keeping us and Brandon. I heart Brandon's nips. Uh, David Ortiz said, "Eric, a promo or sneak peek about your upcoming comic book company, Take Back the Culture." Ooh. Uh, sneak peek. I can't do that. I will say this. Um, there was a recent guy who left DC. That it was the talk of town. You can go to Blaze TV as well. Um, who left DC for a reason? That we all know that guy, I can say, is we're, we've been we were in contact long before that happened. And uh, yeah, he may or may not be part of uh, some of the stuff that we're doing, which hopefully we can announce by December of this year. Of course. Very cool. Kelly Leary says, check out Cole Robinson. Uh, he coaches obese people for free and is super based on health. Very cool. Totally well. Um, Chad says, hell, Eric, big homie. <laughs> you got a Big Mac in the super chat. There we go. Remember, folks, hydrate or die. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. Alas, you're better at burning All right, Villa Music Dude says, Rolo Tomasi for Modern Dating and How Modern Date Relationships and Dating is effed. He's known as the godfather of the Red Pill. Four books, very smart. Make Your Mark says, do you think when President Biden says what he says about white supremacy, he's forecasting and or projecting? Yeah, FBI enters the chat every time they warn you about white supremacy. Counterintuitive says, Gothic, I love your wake-up video. I have shared it repeatedly. Oh, hey, thanks. Kevin Waite says, Daily Wire has the sweet baby gang, and what are we... Love you all. I watch every day. Hi, Brandon. Someday those nips will pop out, brother. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out. We we gotta get the got we can't we can't be those ones like you know when people say this is what we are. We gotta let the jokes develop. We can't have a name for our viewers yet until it'll develop one day naturally. It will. And you'll have a name. It will. Until then, just identify as a mushroom. Counterintuitive says Gothics. Damn autocorrect. Mike Reese says Biden is an embarrassment. Do you guys think Trump will be back? UK loves Trump. He's still here. Uh, and also his new social media is out. You should check it out. Jesus, Jesus Davila said, uh, ever ever just feel like we're in a messed up episode of the Twilight Zone? Yes. Okay, even worse than that. Martin number one says, I really appreciate black conservatives or independents or whatever you call it, the bullshit. As a minority, I take it as my responsibility to be outspoken about this. So that's really cool. We're all minorities now in this country. I mean, in our own way. Grace doesn't even, it's not even, it's not even what's going on now. Um, Little Crispy says, don't be talking about my boy shoulders now, Elijah. Wear men. That's what we do. Maybe grow a beard and then Whoa. you can talk <laughs> a little stuff. Love you, though. What, what did I talk now it's shit getting on aggressive. It was, yes, it was, he, was reading, he was reading comments. It wasn't Elijah <laughs> that was talking shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, when did I talk shit on his shoulders? I know. No, this person still loves you though, so it's okay. No, no, I was like, I was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe we don't know what we do after the show. It's OnlyFans.com/slash shoulder hair. Weird robot says, "Gothics, your laugh makes me smile." Aww. Eric, your life for president. I know you're not. You have a you have a nice smile. Thank you. My mom paid for it. Oh, good. <laughs> Dakota, where says, speaking of Tom McDonald, what are y'all's thoughts? I can't even write my favorite songs. Half a shit. I'm writing isn't allowed to send it. And Tom McDonald's is a good example of no matter how much shit people talk about you, if you have a dream, you can reach it. And that's the point is that, you know what? I always say this and you're building an audience. If a lot of people really hate you, there's probably a lot of people who really love you. And he's a good example of a cult following. And he does better than 99% of the people that talk shit. So very true. That's, yeah, just remember awesome. that in your life. Don't let the don't let the haters keep you back. Older Pinder says, uh, "Stand for what is right, even if it means you stand alone." We are given a spirit of faith, not one of fear. We are on the right side of history. I totally agree. Pinder, Panetta, I think. Aldo Pinder. I don't know. I Pinder. Panetta, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm too hard to be Mexicans. Last names are hard, you know, and yeah. we don't have any Mexicans in Australia, so there's that. I never had the experience <laughs> of pronouncing these names. Hansika Badhuge or Badhuge. I don't know Bad about this. I have no idea what name that is. Uh, you should try goat curry. My mother makes a fantastic one. We'll try making it myself soon. <clears throat> Also, no second season for Squid Game. Agree, disagree. Yeah, I don't think it needs a second season. Yeah, they didn't need to do that. But hey, you know what? Make money. Rogue Nomad says, Restricted Republic on YouTube just had a video with leaked audio from the White House about how to get around a religious exemption and still force jab. That's oh, fucked. I believe it. These people mm -hmm. are satanic. Chad Scoble says, Hey, guys, uh, you all are great. Erica July. <laughs> I can relate to you, Erica. Uh, didn't know that that transition was a thing. <laughs> hey, I you know. He's like, that's why I don't shave my shoulders. <laughs> I don't want to be confused. Uh, Sydney, you're beautiful. And last, you, I don't know you guys. You guys should reach out to Serpent ZA. He does commentary on Chinese state media. Very interesting. A big shout out to our uh, guests today, Gothics and Young Ripa59, also known as Eric July. For the people that just joined the chat or weren't paying attention, where can people find your work? Uh, Young Ripa59, that's the YouTube. Eric D. July, pretty much everywhere else is where I'm at. Gothics. Gothics TV on YouTube and everywhere else. And I also, you can find me on Rightly AJ for the Cancel This series. Yeah, and don't forget tomorrow we have a great podcast coming out 2 p.m. Central with Gothics that I did a one-on-one -on -one with her where we just got into uh, the most insane shit ever, um, including the Dave Chappelle protest and what was going on with that. It's so good. And talking about also that like the idea of the new identifications in the plant realm and how it's now okay to use violence when people misgender you. We got into all the insanity. We even talked about how they're creating that. Nazis, the communists are mm -hmm. creating what they hate by forcing this bullshit on people and they're creating right wing extremists. It's so good. Don't miss her podcast one on one that airs tomorrow, 2 p.m. Slightly offensive. I'm Elijah Schaefer, and I thank you so much for sticking around with us tonight. I don't I don't feel a need to say my name at the end of every episode, but I will say this. Maybe a little Sydney has a video being uploaded tomorrow, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm sorry it's mm -hmm. taken two months. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't scream at me. Anyway, we love that you guys stay around this long to watch the end of the episode. Like Elijah said, uh, you know, lots of cool stuff coming up. We can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. And as we like to say here, life is a lot of bullshit. And unfortunately, you are here and so are we. We will catch you guys tomorrow with a brand new episode. Stay safe and well. Pour one out. Have a great rest of your night. <laughs>